Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brusseau. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity. It's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Boy. It is John Boy time. I am your host. I am John Francis Fahey. Joining me as ever, the pinnacle of perversion. Michelangelo's David Duchovny. Aaron Joseph Peter. I am the hypervert. You are the hypervert of the group. Yep, my sinners and my innocence are ready. Yeah. I'm perverted for all stripes. Yeah. All of you. All stripes. Innocent people are just not perverted yet. (laughs) But. Yet. One day. One day. And to your right, my left, uh, the gall was it all, the Frenchman henchman, handsome Matt Brousseau. Hi. Hello. How Hi. are you? I'm great. God, you look good. Oh, thanks. Mm. Shaved off the beard, yeah. Yeah, well. Huh. You had a hell of a costume. I did, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Mad- went to the Magic Castle. Uh, yeah, we had a real nice time there, didn't we, fellas? I had the best, yeah. of, best of the two of those. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There was two guys. You guys sat next to each other at dinner. Mm -hmm. Two guys uh, separately, unknowingly, uh, went as Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. Dr. Ian Malcolm. Dr. Ian Malcolm, yeah. Um, He's like a doctor of perversion. It's kind of in your league. Uh, The perversion of normal scientific uh, (laughs) status quo. (laughs) Chaos theory, (laughs) mathematics, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Sure. of course, uh, people, uh, follow us on Profiles and Eccentricity. This uh, profile by Aaron, curated by Aaron, will have uh, photography. Yes. On, uh, profiles and Eccentricity oh. on Instagram. Uh, me and Matt just did a jukebox tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, $5 a month. Get an extra episode per week on Patreon. Um, and we get a little loose and silly over there. We had a really fun one. Did you do Halloween music? No, no, uh, some. Oh, good. Some. It's just John's music in general is kind of Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Bella Lugos, he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. It's not a good impression, but. I got it. Um, uh, tattoo update. Uh, may I? Please. I've got, uh, I reached out to a tattoo artist here, uh, local in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's great. And uh, sent him the uh, the artwork. By James Dylan Buck and Cooper Mulholland. That's right. Did he say it was, this is great? And he started like jacking it. Or... Yeah, yeah. He sent me a a, a gif of him jerking nice. off. Yeah. Right. Uh, sent you a cum shot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, I have a, a in person consult with him November eighteenth. Hey. And uh, we'll go from there. Dude, that's really exciting. It's very exciting. I wanted to just say one thing uh, for you guys. Something you know, I was thinking about, and it's. It's weird to me. Um, I really like Jimmy Carter a lot. Yeah. The former president. Yeah. Peanut farmer. Yeah. I'm not Matt, a- Georgia. Uh-huh. I like him a lot. Uh, rabbit killed. Rabbit killed? He killed a rabbit. Did he kill a rabbit? He was he was he was paddling a canoe or something and it swam near his boat and he hit it with the oar. What? Yeah, wow, I guess you love him so much you forget all the bad stuff. Oh, uh, kind of, yeah. What, what, what rabbit is swimming near a canoe? Well, that's probably why he was so frightened. Was it an otter? Oh, yeah. He was like, it's a creature. <laughs> oh, my Lord, is that lockness. <laughs> oh, is that what happened? When you see those rabbit ears coming up, breaching the water like two shark's fins <laughs> and nothing will ever scare you the, the same way again. Yeah, yeah. That's some kind of fur gator. It was, it was uh, the week after Jaws came out. <laughs> 
Oh, that poor thing. Yeah. And he yeah. gave it a whack. He probably yeah. ate it. And somehow, somehow Reagan was was tougher on uh, tougher on. He, so here's the thing: is that like I love Jimmy Carter, and I think he's like actually like an authentic Christian, which like I'm not. But people, you're that, not even a Christian. No. Yeah. Okay. So. But like a lot of people are like in politics, especially are Christians and like fake it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and because then they get into office and they get like tons of people killed. Like Jimmy Carter in office was like. Even with the hostage crisis and everything, he was like, I don't want to put anybody in harm's way. You know, like, right. he's a guy that, like, legitimately prays every day. Yeah. Um, teaches Sunday school. Still. To this day. Still, and still maybe, maybe doesn't build houses, but he's still involved with habitat. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, you know, it's, 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 you know, he's a guy that's Solar like. panels on the roof of the White House. Yeah. He lives on a dirt road in Georgia <laughs> with his wife and, like, 12 Secret Service guys. What a life it must be for what, those guys. Like, those guys must be, like. I think, I think they're called li- Secret Service wives. Like, what am I? What <laughs> am I? Yeah, with Secret Service sisters wives. <laughs> they're like, I mean, wh- where do you even sit? Because it's like a modest, modest home. Oh, they have a, spot. you know, they have, a, like, they have their own place. Like, like Jimmy Carter doesn't have any problem with modest. It was a thing I really love about him. You know what I mean? Um, but my friend Saad, who was like, you know, like a neuroscience guy, I told him I was like, you know, fucking Jimmy Carter. I mean, straight up brain scientist, like a brilliant guy. My buddy Saad. And I was like, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, I was like, uh, Jimmy Carter has brain cancer. And he's saying, you know, he's going to do his best to fight it and all that. Well, I guess that's good. Yeah. And uh, he goes, oh, there's no fighting it. <laughs> yeah. He goes, it's a death sentence. Mm-hmm. And then sometime later, it's like Jimmy Carter's in remission. He has no brain cancer at all. And he's, you know, back teaching Sunday school and all that. And uh, I messaged my buddy Saad and I was like, hey, man. <laughs> I was like, fucking Jimmy Carter is just fine. He's like, I don't know. I guess if you're fucking like rich or like an ex-president or something, maybe you can beat it. And I was like, okay. But around that same time, he had a grandson die. You know? Oh. And I went back and I thought about me doing stand-up by Norm MacDonald. And Norm (laughs) MacDonald talks about like, because he's, because like as we said in the the episode about Norm MacDonald, like he had probably just been diagnosed when he did that special. Yeah. And he talks about death Mm -hmm. a lot in it Mm -hmm. and and it coming for him. And he goes like, like, if it came for me, I'd be like, oh no, take my grandson. (laughs) (laughs) He's young and fresh. And so I knew that bit Uh before any of this happened. And then I I was just like following the news stories about Jimmy Carter. And so you know where my mind went. Yeah. He's like, he survives brain cancer, and then his grandson dies. He zombied his grandson. But I don't think he fucking, you know, I don't think he, like... I don't think he died of brain cancer. No, 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 the kid kid died, like, in, like, some other freak thing, you know? Yeah, they found he had no brain. He was dressed as a rabbit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He got conked. Bonked. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I was thinking, like, I don't think Jimmy Carter made, like, a deal with the devil or anything to stay alive, you know? But it doesn't I, seem like. But it. I yeah, no, it doesn't. But I just think like Jimmy Carter like legitimately prays so much authentic like like real prayers. Prays like, on like his these are, these are not crocodile yeah. prayers. No, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this is the real shit. These are gator prayers. <laughs> but I think he just prayed so much that death was kind of like, well, you're so old, I gotta take somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yes. That's that's like my working theory about Jimmy Carter. That's with your the work. Brain okay, cancer. well, keep working. Yeah. So everybody, just you know, stay alert out there. Yeah. <laughs> Have grandkids. Have yeah. grandkids. Yeah. If your grandfather starts, you know, feeling your head really weird, you know, you know, like I think, uh, like squeezing it, it like it's a so pumpkin. weird. I was saying to uh, Richard Park, uh, a friend of the show, I was like, he prays so much, and like he's just such an authentic dude that I think like. 
He's like, oh, Lord, now that just, you know, we're talking in that thing. He's like, <laughs> thank you for the prank. Andrew, yeah. For this uh, blessing, oh, Lord. Thank you for, yeah. If you were to give it away, uh, I, I, I hope, suppose I'd be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no. I saw aliens once. Maybe they could help out. <laughs> <laughs> they come at night mostly. Maybe you're the, maybe you're the same. <laughs> maybe you are the Lord. But, you know, I, I, I really do like the guy. I think he's like just not phony. And also, like, didn't get people killed, and that's why everybody has concluded he's a terrible politician. Because <laughs> those are, like the two yeah, criteria: he was, like, he was you weak. gotta get people killed, and he was a one term, and you gotta, uh, you know, be a phony Christian. I think that's well. Why there's it, a gas crisis, and yeah, there's a lot of things going on. It was a, it was a time of crisis. Yeah, he wasn't like you know willing to really be a bully because he's actually a good dude. Plus, they is yeah, not he, fit he, for the role. Yeah. <laughs> Kinda right. Like it's one of those things. Shithead. You know, my dad was telling me he's like when he when he was running, he's like, I remember just like he'd go like, My name's Jimmy Carter and I'm running for president and like the audience would just go ape shit. You know? And it was like one of those things where it was post Nixon and Ford. Well, no, it was to replace uh Ford. Yes. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, everybody was like, Okay, that's eight years of horribly corrupt. And then they're like, okay, well, now it's going to be a Democrat. But he was still, like, very folksy. And Americans just love that shit. So it's like, they just fucking loved him. But then, you know, gas and the fucking Iran hostage thing, all yeah. that but, I, I, but he was just, like, so, like, I don't want to put anybody in harm's way that doesn't need it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to come make some big bully move about the hostage thing. Like, he sorted it all out before he left office. You know, like, it was, you know, he just was like, I think that really a moral person that he was like, I don't care if my political career suffers. Right. I'll take it. Yeah. As long as nobody like dies that doesn't need to. Mm -hmm. I've got like, a story about somebody completely the opposite. I like that. <laughs> completely the opposite. I like that a lot. Uh, somebody who would uh, change his faith, declared faith, and belief system at the drop of a hat who wow. have no problem putting people in harm's way yeah. uh, all for the sake of his uh, uh, ascendance to and maintaining of power. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to talk to you about this guy named Dwight York, ah. a.k.a. Malachi Z. York, a.k.a. Isa al-Hadi al-Mahdi, a.k.a. Dr. York, a.k.a. Dr. Love, a.k.a. Uh, <laughs> An Amunubi Roakta, aka Imam Isa Abdullah, aka Sam Speed, <laughs> Chief Black Thunderbird Eagle. Hell yeah! Uh, according to a birth certificate, <laughs> one. Uh, he was born uh, in Boston, Massachusetts. Other sources give his birthplace as New Jersey, New York, Baltimore, or Ghana. Wow! Uh, Interesting grab bag there. But um, in one of his stories, one of his tales about being raised in Massachusetts, uh, he went to Egypt at the age of seven to learn about Islam uh, with uh, his, uh, uh, to see his grandfather, Saeed Abdul Rahman Al-Mahdi, the imam of the Ansars in the Sudan. Um, that's, that's a lie. <laughs> he was not that. He not went to New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, upon looking into my eyes, foretold me that I was the one who would possess the light, mm. whatever the light is. Um, 
this dude is, oh God. So that, that's one of his stories from when he was a kid? Uh, well, that's what he says about yeah, when yeah. he was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Right. He was born on uh, June 26th, 1945. He would often say 43 or 40, whatever. He would, he would fuck around with that. You know, you got to keep people guessing. Yeah, he was, a, he sure. was fun. He was fun at parties. Uh, he, um, he changed his name to Imam Isa Abdullah, and um, he... Uh, when was that? That was actually in his 20s, uh, but actually I have a little bit here about his, 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 his use. At the age of 12, he said he had a religious experience in, in Egypt, and his grandfather told him all that bullshit. Um, he, he started studying Islam. He moved to New Jersey uh, as an adolescent, I think Teaneck, that area, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would join um, a group that was very, the, the style of which was very commonplace at the time, which was a kind of pseudo-religious black supremacist movement called mm-hmm. the Moorish Science Temple of America. Yes. And, and profile-worthy. Yes, yeah. totally, you know. Um, so that would be like like later 60s or something. Uh, yeah, and, and mm-hmm. the Nation of Islam was, a, mm-hmm. was big at that time, and there were a lot of kind of splinter-style groups around that time. Yeah. Um, and a lot of racial strife yeah. and tension. So um, it was very uh, unsurprising that he joined one of these groups. Um, he uh, would later join the Black Panther Party. Um, and at this Moorish Science Temple of America, they preached tax resistance and black nationalism, black nationalism through this kind of like amalgam of Sunni and Sunni Islam and Sufism, which is Sufism is like the uh, mystical uh, side of Islam. Oh, it's like the uh, Kabbalah with the Jews. No way. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I guess I'm just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we peddle ignorance here. <laughs> Wholesale. <laughs> it's cheap, baby. Yeah. He, um, you know, here's where he learned to kind of tie religion to race. Yeah. Uh, which is a real expert move. Um, and it's all, also you're not going to pay tax. Right. Um, he, by this age, I think at the, around 19, he uh, had already been arrested for numerous crimes like assault and burglary. Not paying taxes. Uh, at 19, he was arrested for having sex with a 13-year-old girl. Yikes. That is part of the libertarian uh, <laughs> plan. Hey, hey, we're our own nation here, pal. Yeah. <laughs> um, charged with statutory rape, released on bond, then arrested again for being involved in a gang fight. Fought with the policeman arresting him, convicted later of statutory rape, disorderly conduct, possession of a dangerous weapon, and assaulting an officer. Served three years in prison before being released on parole. So that was before Tough on Crime then? Yeah, (laughs) but it was was like, uh, it also was you're black. Right, right. Yes. Um, He was released on parole in 1967, and he married a woman named Dorothy Johnson and joined the Moorish Temple again. She took the Arabic name Zubadiah. Um, he starts working like as a street peddler in Harlem, selling pamphlets and incense and just this, this kind of like, just a hustler, right? Yeah. Whatever it took. Hustling some mysticism and shit. Yeah. New name um, every day. Some pamphlets he had written, kind of already starting to craft his own narrative that was different than the group he was a part of. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, then in the 70s, 
He founded a group called the Ansaru Allah Community, a black supremacist cult following um, Sunni Muslim theology, but also perverted. He called himself himself the Imam Isa, and he wanted to uh, raise a start a, a pure community. Yeah, not like a for cult. the children. Yeah, for the children, of yeah, course. Yeah. Probably to fuck them. Right. Actually, definitely to fuck them. It's always they, they always uh, they make up their own thing and then they they create a fake name mm. to be like, well, obviously I'm in charge. I got this name. Yes. I'm I'm the imam. Yeah. Man, real just going heavy into the the racial separatism, uh, black supremacy, mm-hmm. and um, his own self worship. Really starting to craft his own uh, mythology about being a chosen one. You know, mm-hmm. his grandpa told him that he saw the light or whatever. It's very, I mean, very, like basically stealing uh, Elijah Muhammad's like entire game plan. Oh yeah, I mean he he would just steal stuff from. Um, Nation of Islam, yeah. including, you know, the 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 mythology about how the white race was created by grafting jackals to <laughs> oh, just oh, like yeah, yeah. the white race is just pig people jackals. type of stuff. Yeah. Well, so there's a thing here too. I think it's it's necessary to say we are not jackals. That there is. Well, uh, oh. I don't know. There's just a thing where you know. The turnaround from the end of slavery and to, and to then go, you know, to Jim Crow and then to be like, okay, well, there's, you know, like a little bit of level of, of prosperity for everybody in like the 50s, 60s, whatever. And then like, so the black community in America starts getting some identity mm-hmm. and autonomy, but then they're also being like, realize, like, you know, having like to not, you know, be slaves. And then to come to terms like with this post-traumatic stress disorder of everything that's happened. And uh, while still being second class. Citizen. Yes. Right, right. But like, then you could have, you know, like, like, and they kind of show that like that in the many saints in Newark, like the thing, like, you know, people coming around and being like, you know, wake up, like you are a second class citizen. Like this, this whole thing has always been unfair. Uh, and you're, you've always been relegated, you know, to being, uh, you know, this servant type community and like, well, it's not legit. Right. So you can see how like the whole community could have a bunch of people where it could splinter off into all these different things about almost like based on like what level of pissed you are about how incredibly cruel and fucked up it is. Yeah. You know, and uh, and the time was perfect for that. And, yes. and, and that then created the environment like a perfect breeding ground for people to recruit. Yes. You know, he, um, they ran a bookstore and a printing press on Flatbush Avenue, um, in Brooklyn. And he wrote a bunch of fucking pamphlets, just taking, picking and choosing from all sorts of different, um, theologies and black nationalist ideas. And, you know, by the late sixties and early seventies, that part of Brooklyn, Bushwick, was pretty much a no man's land. It was shitty in the in the fifties and sixties. It was doing all right, yeah. you know, but because of you know uh, different like project buildings being built and and public housing, like I mean, uh, probably some of the uh, uh, the the roads being built, like cutting through neighborhoods. Yes, absolutely. Sure, yeah. Um, it 
it just it decimated the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and a place that's riddled with drugs and crime and hopelessness and desperation is a great place to, and especially if the population is like 80% black, Mm -hmm. it's a great place to recruit people for your cult. Like see what happens when the the fucking white devil comes in and and changes everything. This is their fault. Yeah. It's this microcosm too of like, you know, this thing my dad always, you know, told me when I was like first getting interested in like, you know, history and politics Mm -hmm. and and he was just like, Basically, for almost all of time, it's like economics, politics, and religion, like inextricably like oh, yeah. connected. Uh-huh. And so that would be like, you know, the Black Panther Party, uh, you know, Nation of Islam, mm-hmm. religion, and then also like street crime economics. Mm-hmm. You know, they were all kind of like tied in the same thing, and like, um, you know, it, you would just be like, and you can throw. I think there's like as a sub one is race. Like a sure, sub, a, like an add-on, not a, not as the tied together as the big three, but if, right. I, if you can get that in there, ooh man, you can. But yeah, control well, some people. Well, if, if anything, that the, the the racism of America pushes those three even tighter together mm-hmm. to the point where, like, you know, there's people in the Nation of Islam that'd be like, oh, fuck drugs, but also like, give me the money from it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, the, and the church was uh, the main meeting house. It was right. the community. Yeah, yeah, there were tons of Nation of Islam temples around. I mean, especially the. Eastern Seaboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then then they they went west a little bit in Chicago, mm-hmm. but uh, you know if if they're they're in a town and there's white people in the town, the white people are ru- probably running the school board. And they're probably running the mm-hmm. the the uh, mayoral office. So the one sure. place you have your own community where whites aren't yeah. is the church. And oftentimes yeah. they would self police and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um. So in '72 in Brooklyn, there was a shootout between the members of the Nation of Islam and. Uh, the cops. I think, I think the NYPD, yeah. <laughs> NYPD guy I mean, got killed. Uh, it's all right. um, there was a, a trial. The The Nation of Islam member, Dupree, was acquitted, but there was still like just this. Oh, pay, yeah. Somebody's got to pay. And, you know, this guy, York, was like, all right, we're going to be not so militant, but we yeah. still are going to preach all the same racist hateful, wacky shit, but will look better by comparison. Mm-hmm. So, um, he goes to Africa and he goes to the Sudan where apparently he's got roots or whatever. <laughs> he, meet, he meets and marries another woman, Fatima, and they have two kids. So he's While he's, still married. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, he can't. You can't take the. He comes back. And Dorothy he, Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Well, her name was. Uh, was it Dorothy Johnson? Zebedee. Zeb- yeah, she changed it. Zubadiah. No, I mean the first wife. Yeah, yeah she yeah. changed it to Zubadiah. Oh, okay. But yes, Dorothy Johnson. You can take the imam out of uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, we can take him. I don't. He's an imam's boy. Yeah, very nice. Nice. Um, so they have a couple kids, right? Comes back from Africa, and he meets with um. This group of Sudanese. Um, Muslims called the Ansar and he says like oh I'm, I'm going to set up if you give me money you can stake me and I'll set up like a branch of this in the United States and New York and he's just like he's scamming them and he comes <laughs> back and he starts the Ansaru Allah community so it's kind of like it's again another perversion just a little tiny bitty change the vanilla ice theory of yes 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 copyright I'm not them it's, it's not it's ding 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 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's kind of bind to to that Ansar movement in in Africa. Um, so it's now again the Ansaru Allah community, the AAC for short. Um, they purported to follow, you know, by the book Orthodox Islam, and he made everybody change their garb Names to traditional. Or, okay. Yeah, speaking Arabic stuff like that. Um, and they got, I guess, you know, they became pretty well known with other New York black nationalist groups at the time. Um, like I said, they were not militant, at least not overtly. Um, and they found, you know, there were plenty of kind of centrist middle of the road, New York black Muslims who didn't want to be involved with like by any means necessary. Yes. Right. So, um, or I think just like understanding that it was like a good way to get killed by white people. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, sure. Just like, you know, that's kind of like the subtext is like, you know, I'm as pissed as anybody, but like, I don't want us to get fucking purged. Or at least, yeah. And if you know, you know, if you're gonna do that stuff, don't be so upfront about it. So I think he learned a little bit of that surreptitious nature as well. Well, yeah, they killed they killed Martin and they killed Malcolm and. So <laughs> they're going to kill you. Yeah. Um, you know, his, I think one of his sons remembered his dad, York saying, I got this new thing, black power mixed with clean living. And to his credit, he would, he bought like one apartment building and then eventually kind of. <clears throat> with uh, money from the religious group. Yeah. So like, you know, selling pamphlets, having people basically work for free. Yeah. You know, with quotas of how much you got to bring in. Yeah. Uh, he also kind of got some money from someone else. I'll get to it. Um, <laughs> but he, people were like living in these buildings, and he, if he bought another building, he'd paint it the same. So he started kind of building a commune on on Flatbush Avenue, wow. just in public. And, and so it'd be like one building at a time would be the same paint. And yeah. The growing. Yeah. He's and building a brand. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing: in that time. In Bushwick, especially like it was like I said, no man's land. Uh, at least if you were white, um, their stretch along Flatbush would like people would park there on purpose and walk uh, other places because they knew their cars were, were safe there. Wow! It was like the one I think Jimmy Breslin of uh, was it Newsday? Uh, uh, maybe the New York Post, maybe. Yeah, whatever. Maybe the Post. Uh, yeah, well, he said, famous. That, New he York, said like New it was York, one of the you know. This the stretches in New York that didn't have any drugs. Wow, especially you know. Oh, that, for real? It's yeah. a hot time for yeah. Yeah, that was like what they were saying about you know uh, a mob controlled Vegas. Yeah, a, a woman could walk alone. Right, right. Because it was just mm -hmm. like wow. Yeah, and throughout the seventies, like they flourished, and you know, for a time, he had people like you know when he started, it was just you know people living in that in his small apartment. So those are like the diehards, you know, the apostles that are out there really getting other Pushing people out. It, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, but throughout the seventies they had, um, at least they had buildings in like dozen major American cities. Uh, according to one former follower, uh, York had between 2000 and 3000 followers during the seventies around the country wow. and, and buying property with them. Yeah. And he had in, he, their headquarters remain in Bushwick, Brooklyn, for uh, quite a long time, I want to say <clears throat> twenty years, fifteen years, uh, and he had five hundred people, five hundred people living in twenty apartment buildings that he owned. 
So 20 apartment buildings painted the same. Yeah. Kind of like a, you know, urban commune type of thing, right? Yeah. I, I like the, it's a commune disguise, or it's a real estate deal disguised as a commune. Yeah. Uh, it also, though, does have, you know, something to the outsiders. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is like, you're not going to get away with shit with us because we're all on one level. Mm -hmm. And so it's inherently like uh, self-protective. Yeah, and it's also advertising. Look how nice this stretch right. of Brooklyn is. Yeah, yeah like, where the building is painted this color. Yeah. yeah like, oh, like white and green, I believe. Yeah. If uh, you're on this street that's like adjacent, that sucks. Look at this street. We must be doing something right. Come find out. Yeah. Is there, are there any stories of them going to the other streets and like beating people up and doing drugs there? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh, they operated <laughs> bookstores, gift shops, a clothing store, even a grocery store all next to each other. Um, apparently, he, not just in a other U.S. cities, but also in London and Toronto and Trinidad. Fuck. Yeah. Um, it's like the NFL. Yeah, he was... Fuck, man. He was a really weird dude. Um, he's making money with these little business ventures. Everyone's working for free. you got to give up all your fucking money. Yeah. You can go and sell your possessions. But I'm guessing... So they, the, the housing is kind of subsidized. Yeah, you don't have to pay for rent. Yeah. But you also, but you also don't get paid don't for get, anything. You don't get any savings. Yeah, but yeah. it's like that thing of like, yo, it's a, it's this, this spiritual journey. Uh, uh, din dinner's coming. Yeah. Uh, you have a place to stay. Yeah. But all all of the fruits of your labor kind of go up, but you're like, oh, it's the crusade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And that was the thing. I tell you, like, my, my boss was like, when he was in a cult in California with white people, he was just going like, oh, yeah, we started all these businesses, all this money is like, it's going somewhere. It's going somewhere, yeah. but also like some of the people's kids don't have shoes on their feet. Yeah, dude, that's like, par for the course for cult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit. Um, they got. A, they well, need a shoe division. <laughs> well, they get those from China. Oh, right. Real, real slave labor. Um, well, similar slave labor. Uh, <laughs> so check it out. He, uh, the men in Brooklyn, in the Brooklyn, you know, um, branch, men had to go out and sell books and incense on the street. They were expected to bring back hundred dollars a day. If they didn't, they got they cut beatings. Yeah. And okay. So, like, imagine you've got five hundred people in Brooklyn. Let's say two fifty are men, each bring in hundred dollars a day that they don't ever that that goes straight to the kitty. And then women, women. Uh, I'll get to the women. Some of the names of the books that he in pamphlets. Um. Uh, let's set the record straight. Great Balls of Fire. Where and what is hell? Man from Planet Rikis. Are there black devils? Humans were created from dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. Is God an extraterrestrial? Is this my house? Is God a wimp? Santa? Is God a wimp? Yeah. <laughs> Santa or Satan? The sex life of a Muslim. Oh, half of these are porn titles. I like it. <sighs> Boy. Um, yeah, the sex life of a Muslim one is just him getting real sexually perverted. Like, in, you know, in Islam, his anal sex is not permitted. Uh, but this, in his sex life of a Muslim, it is, and he even tells you how to do it. Ding, ding, ding. Sure, it's the New, it's the new Testament. Of <sighs> um, <laughs> God, these are real pieces. I've got a new analysis. <laughs> uh, new Testament. So his bookshops were selling his shitty pamphlets. Um, they again they had to give up all their possessions to him, sell all their shit, whatever. Yeah, just uh, like Om Shamrikia. Yeah, I mean it's cult 
101. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, they, then they have to, I mean, the most embarrassing thing is trying to sell these books. They slept in gender-segregated barracks, uh, even, even if you were married. Never, yeah, that's that's never. where they really start going. Yeah. Never a good um, The women uh, who worked in the community, they worked in the shops or the offices or caring for children. They also generated money for the group, their welfare fraud. Where they, would, <laughs> they would apply for welfare using both their Arabic and their American names at, for, at different addresses. Um, some pregnant women would share their urine with non-pregnant women and apply, Whoa. like showing that they were pregnant to get child benefits. Other wow. times he would just get a bunch of them pregnant and, and oh, that'll do it. Get, yeah, get yeah, I mean, welfare money that best way. Best of both worlds, like there. Um, if they if the if the married couples who again lived in separate barracks wanted to have sex, they had to ask for permission and use a designated room. Oh, probably a two-way mirror camera. Yeah, he's watching. Um. <laughs> You, you know, but you know, he didn't have to ask permission to fuck anybody. Of right? Of right. course, of course. He's the man with the light. He's the oh, imam. He had to learn about that anal sex. I mean, I had to teach him about it. Yeah, and he. So suddenly, the uh, you don't have to pay for your apartment uh, is is rendered rather mute when mm. you're forced to yeah. sleep with. Bit more transactional. Yeah. Isn't it, it? Could I pay extra to? <laughs> Yeah, no. I, I, I think my husband, <laughs> and only my husband. And it's very no. <laughs> Fuck me. It's very telling that like he, the men are, are supposed to do uh, like a a normal sort of job, and for the women, he's like, well, you do something illegal. I'm kind of surprised though that there's like, I mean, I mean, I'm not surprised, you know, because once you're in that shit, you're in it. But like, just that, like, I mean, the beatings for not delivering on the money. Well, it's kind of a thing where you think like, oh, people could be like, oh, something's wrong here. Well, I would have to imagine that people who are predisposed to cult living have some sort of trauma or weird psychological issue already, right? Mm. Either they're looking for a strong person uh, or they are victims of abuse themselves, which yeah. is very common back in the day. Kids get beat yeah. all the time. And then, you know, that's, if it's, all, it's, a, it's what you know, then it's what you kind of come to expect. Right. Um, you know, people in, you know, painting with a broad brush, but people that join cults got some issues. Doesn't mean they're insane. Right. But they've got some issues that they're, that's what they drive. Just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's just make somebody it happy. It self-selects. Make, make, yeah. make the leader happy. But, right. But, you know, also, if he doesn't let them have any of the money they've made, they don't get any savings. So where are they going they to go, go if else. they're not there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And. I mean, that's never even on the table, I think. You know, from the get-go, it's just like, oh, everything you do is serving the cause. Right. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Yes, but it has this added benefit for the power of the cult that it doesn't, you you are not allowed or you're not able to amass savings to leave. No, yeah, yeah. It's not as if you get to, like, you know, some, uh, let's say, a, a general position. Yes. Uh, or a, a colonel position. <laughs> And you get like suddenly your own place, yeah. Because then you'll be like, "Oh, well, and, fuck!" And, and that does happen, you know. And then that's more reason for you to stay in the cult because now you are part of that power structure. Right, it's a, right. a multi-level marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was, uh, you know, he had some real like strong arm tactics too. Like, <laughs> you don't say, yeah. like beating the employees. <laughs> uh, no, like some mob shit. Like, if if you, if he wanted to get a property, if he wanted to buy some property and the owner wouldn't sell it, maybe that building gets burned down. Maybe. Oh. Maybe. There's like eight instances of arson that are very, very closely yeah. 
tied to offers made by the AA. Um, and the ground was painted white and green. <laughs> the AA. <laughs> the AAC, sorry. Um, you know, <laughs> the there were also bank robberies that happened that were uh, about 20 bank robberies attributed to the shotgun gang. And the members of this gang were all AAC members. Cool. But the FBI wasn't able to kind of trace any of those proceeds mm -hmm. back to York. Yeah. It just, oh, they just so happened to be bad at, you know, bad, yeah. bad apples. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, reminiscent of Simony's Liberation Army because mm -hmm. it's yeah. like, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, my introduction to that was by dad going like, you know, these fucking guys, he goes, one of their demands oh, with Patty Hearst was just food in the ghetto. Mm -hmm. And he's like, they fucking did it. Mm -hmm. He brought food trucks to the ghetto and like, but also, you know, uh, that SLA guy was like, it, it was like one black dude as like a cult leader of a paramilitary group. And he was just like, the, but the theology was like, uh, nobody can ever be in charge again. That is white. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. and everyone's going, yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it had that thing where it was like the marriage of, uh, uh almost, uh, the culty religious and political, Yep. you know, uh, it was just, just in the air at that time. Yeah. Like uh, in so many different separate little sex and ways, like it was just like, you know, fucking. It was a time of great tumult. It, yeah. <laughs> and, and, but it was one of those things too, where you go like, when you look back at it, you're like, can all of you guys just fucking get along and get like, you know, no progressive things done. And it's like, no, I'm going to start my own group. <laughs> and there's seven of us, you know? Yeah. Like, God, but, all, but that, a lot of that is, personal greed yes and it's kind of if you want to have the job as a leader you shouldn't have it type of thing yeah Fuck, there's yeah. just too much a lot of the fallout yeah. from you know the the splintering of like the black panther party and stuff just went to straight gang yep yeah. straight and gangs. that was by design yeah well i mean it also helps when because it was the economic being mm -hmm. the most deciding factor. Mm -hmm. Well, also, uh, the FBI kills Fred Hampton yeah. and takes away the charismatic, yeah, young, thoughtful leader yeah, of the, the group. Yeah, and there's Cointel Pro and yeah. just... Sure, no, no, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, a stacked deck, but also, like, people still being there being like, okay, well, fucking, like, uh, you know... You know, I, I look back at it and I'm like, there's too much focus on robbing... <laughs> The own community instead of robbing white people, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Well, but the way you wait when you rob white people, then you're gonna get fucking murked. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, like it's just like it's it's so tragic and like just a couple of people like trying to live well above mm -hmm. the rest of the community that's suffering instead of like actually like being like, yo, let's get some shit done. Yeah, uh, but you know, like you said, this deck is stacked against you, and so then it's like, well, I'm just I, you're you're, and it you know, seems impossible. Yeah, so then you might as well just right. get yours. Um, so another thing that they would do is that like um, they'd go up to businesses and be like, man, you you know, your security is pretty bad. You guys should hire us to be your security. It's pretty bad. Straight mafia, five thousand yeah. dollars a week. Straight mafia tactic. No, no, no. You get robbed. Broken windows. Yeah. yeah. Rob, broken windows, and then now you are yeah. security, right? Classic. It's a classic. Classic. Um, he uh, Then he also became interested in R&B music. Well, that's nice. You know. Well, that's really uh, the blues. Yeah, I mean, you have to have an outlet. Uh, funk, 
the funk, R&B, disco era, you know, uh, we're in the 70s now, late 70s. Uh, he set up his own band called Passion. Passion. Oh, Passion. I love, I love when they start bands. And his own record company called York's Records. Uh, he adopted the name Dr. Love. Huh. Uh, he made some bullshit about um, the my plan is to spread the message as far as I can, and that's why I'm, you know, adopting this uh, very popular w- music, w- Western oh. white devil popular music, um, that's you know antithetical to my clean living, right? M- Islam ways, uh, Muslim yeah, ways, the Sudan death march. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so some of the members of Passion, Leon Pendarvis would go on to play for the Saturday Night Live band. Nice. Uh, no fucking way. Yeah. Uh, is, that the, is that the, was he, what do you play, guitar, saxophone? Penn Darvis? Yeah. Oh, dude, I don't know. Oh, okay. We can look that up. Uh, I think the symbol. Uh, <laughs> um, he would appear on uh, recordings by the Delphonics. Uh, oh, nice. He worked with Evelyn Champagne King. Uh and then he worked with a few, he fronted three other musical groups, or two other musical groups called Jackie and the Starlights and the Students, and then, of, of course, Passion. Um, uh, this is Leon Pendarvis. No, 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 this, this is, is Dr. Dr. Love. Dr. No way, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Delphonics? He Dr. fucked with the Delphonics? Yeah. Damn. Uh, apparently, another source I see that he- Very Manson-esque. He was hobnobbing mm. with um, uh, Africa Bambata and MF Doom. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. He he was a he appeared as a, in a photograph in one of Jay Z's early collaborations. Um, God, I forget the name of the of the group, but he's in a, a picture of him in all white garb is like in the music video with a bunch of people. Yeah, all white sounds perfect cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> they love all white. Oh, that's a clean robe, dude. It's just oh, the originators. The he appears in the music video for the originators and early Jay Z collaboration. Yeah. Um. And he's making so much money that he built a recording studio. Yeah, it's pretty standard. In Bushwick. Yeah. Um, and I think he called it Backstreet Studios. Uh, and there would later be some Backstreet Girls. Oh, God. Um, Is that after the Backstreet Boys? <laughs> way before the Backstreet mm, Boys. Another ripoff. White culture. <laughs> White people taking the, the black man shit. Uh, and I think even, I think the, black, the Backstreet Boys, too, were molested. Yes. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. They really went with her accuracy. Another thing. <sighs> God. Back um, to Backstreet, I guess. <laughs> Yikes. He, okay, so back to straight up cult shit. So uh-huh. he's, he's, now he's established this, I've, I've, I'm a narcissist, megalomaniac, egotistical piece of shit. So I, of course I want to be a rock star. Yeah. Right? <laughs> my yeah. Father Yod had his fucking band. Yeah. It was a that, nightmare. That's I, I love when they started. Um, I learned a couple things, um, uh, during the research of this, that um, who, who's the 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 Heaven's Gate guy? He oh, they right. had uh, they had music, mm. uh, and music brings people together. That's uh, the cult. Of course, for. Marilyn Manson, and also David Koresh. Yeah, just uh, uh, Char- Charles Manson. Yeah, what did uh, I say Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Well, Marilyn also, Manson yeah, too. Not, also not, uh, no, Manson. Not Manson like immediately phone calls out after the arrest, being like, "You got to get my record out." Yeah. Like I'm hot right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also uh, Manson, you know, Neil Young uh, said, you know, every everybody, everybody in the music industry at that time knew Manson. That's yeah. fucking nuts. I mean, yes, what, 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 he what, was at all. Those, dude, he was at all those parties, dude. Yeah. He, there's like a he, lot to that story that's not that the official story that's not 
fucking right. So writer Dan O'Sullivan has has a great like three four piece series on it tying Quentin Tarantino's like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and kind of what it doesn't talk about and how Manson was the guy who's who gave everyone drugs and women and, and the girls. Oh, and the girls and probably young girls. And so one yes. of the, one of the they things they probably stunk like shit. Yeah, but it was you know. But they were young girls, so. And so one of the things that the the lead prosecutor uh, did <laughs> was was get to Manson without letting it be revealed that he had ties to so many rich, yeah, uh, and influential music people and in, and in strip Hollywood Angeles. celebrities. Okay, so, yeah. but but in ensuing years, why would that not come out of Manson's mouth in the nineties, for instance? Well, because if it comes out of Manson's mouth, who's yeah. going to believe it? Yeah. What does it, and, ma- it What does it matter? He was yeah. he was still. Guilty of yeah, I mean it doesn't it doesn't matter. Who, yeah, I mean, I mean it might have been one of those things too. He's also just, crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also crazy, and but you know there was. You remember we were talking about that one time with Miranda? She got all mad. Oh, because we said that the one song was okay. No, no, we <laughs> said we said that like Manson, like before he went crazy on like crazy Manson stuff, he would talk about. You know, the, oh, the, the environment the, it still does. The, he still abu- did. the abuses of like the prison system and stuff like that. And like, yeah, which he was raised like, in. He would yeah, have yeah. some kind of cogent points, but then he would be like, you know, talking about race war. Like, he'd go, yeah. he would go crazy. But we were just saying, like, one time we were just like, you know, Manson, like, he would say something. And like, basically, she took it as like, Manson had some good ideas. <laughs> and she got really mad. And we were like, no, we're not saying that. But then we kind of doubled down and we're like, no, you know, yeah, Manson was smart. And that one song was pretty fucking good. You know what? Um, can we take a break? Yeah, yeah. Be right back, folks. And we're back. Thank you. So where do we leave off? Well, there was all kinds of kinky. It was uh, fucking a lot of shit. There's all kinds of kinky. Uh, Maybe that was my dream. <laughs> no, there uh, was some kinky oh. shit. He was having sex with dry. That was the welfare fraud. The having the children. Father. Um, he would eventually have over two hundred kids from his cult members. Well, Good yeah. God Almighty! You only yeah. have to have sex two hundred times. Well, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's the bare. Well, I guess the. Bare no, I minimum. Guess not, I yeah, guess you yeah, could have yeah. twins or whatever, but I mean, he had sex. I certainly did. <laughs> I don't feel that way. Uh, <laughs> you know, he he. Uh, like I said, possibly about two hundred of his kids uh, uh, had two hundred of. He had two hundred kids from his cult members. Uh, That's one hundred and eighty more than Matt Brousseau. And he a lot of no, those, a lot five. of those women that were impregnated were underage. Oh, oh. God! Now. I'm going to get to kind of... It's a cult. So there was this guy in, in 79. There was this guy, Horace Green. And he was um like a community advocate kind of guy. Um, and he uh, lived in a single family home uh, on Bushwick Avenue, just a block down from one of the AAC uh, mosques. And he was the head of the Bushwick Improvement Society. And he was the go-to guy for any of the residents who had complaints about the AAC. Uh-oh. And he was straight up murdered one day in 79, April 19th. And it somebody pointed out that whoever did it 
they, there were eyewitnesses wearing AAC garb. Fuck. The, the fucking tunic, the, all, the, whole, the whole nine. And people thought it was like too easy of a, like it might have been like a false flag right, type thing. Conspiracy yeah. theory, or like, agent provocateur. Yeah. Like yeah. It was just but like, the other end of the spectrum is message to the community. Yes, right. Right, right. right. and the issue was that Horace had used his position on the planning board to nix the AAC's plan to buy an abandoned hospital and turn it into housing for their members. Mm. And right after that murder, a guy named Roy Savage. There was a guy. There was a guy, Roy Savage, uh, aka Hasim the Soldier, I think they call him. Cool. Hasim the Warrior. That people would say he did it, and including the FBI later in the 90s, they were like, he was our number one suspect for this, but they didn't have anything at the time to it. Okay. This guy, Roy Savage, uh, right after the murder, moved to Newark, New Jersey with three of his like wives from because mm-hmm. he was like high up. He took three of his women from the uh, AAC and moved into an apartment in Newark. Actually, a pretty nice apartment because he had them work in the street selling incense and oils and pamphlets. And the woman who ever made the most sales that night was able to sleep with him. Damn. What so a, he was running the same, deal. you know, game that York was doing. I only have one source for this story, but it's pretty compelling and it seems real gangster. Uh, <laughs> that a family <laughs> member of one of the women confronted Roy Savage about the abuse that he was perpetrating on uh, their family member and the other women. And just in the most gangster moves possible, he made his one of his wives, this family member, lick the sidewalk in front of her family. Oh God! Oh my God! And the Newark, New Jersey, hi, no thanks. <laughs> so it's now uh, it's eighty three, and uh, one of these. Um, wives that's living with him, Carolyn Hubbard, probably piped up, said something she shouldn't have done, and fucking he stabs her in the neck and kills her. Jesus Christ. Jesus Another Christ. woman, Jackie Cobb, tries to like stop, and she gets stabbed to death as well. So she tries to stop him killing her. Yeah, and she gets stabbed. There's an eight-year-old girl in the apartment, daughter of Carolyn's sister, Cheryl, oh, was there. And Roy's like, get in the fucking bedroom, and he drags those two bodies into the bathroom and butchers the corpses. Oh my God. He makes Cheryl help clean up the bodies of her sister and the other woman. Oh, my God. He hacked the bodies into pieces, put them into suitcases. Uh, This son of a bitch, to just further really put the icing on the cake of evil and psychological domination, cooked part of them in the oven and fed them to the other woman. No. No, oh, no. Yeah. That's, ugh. That's <clears throat> parts, just parts. The most is of them, there like drugs behind that? Yeah. So I found some. I, I was looking through some of like the actual court transcripts seems... and stuff. Is that he was fucking doing? He was freebasing every night. Yeah, that's another level. Yeah, he was of... doing a lot of oh, yeah, freebase coke. Like, yeah, I guess like and drinking and smoking, smoking weed. Like, like, but like, it's yeah, just fuck. real. Yeah. 
Uh, and I think they, some of them were. Because then you're part of it is like kind of the deal. Yeah. Like now you, yeah, yeah. you ate the bot. Like fuck, dude. Did, oh my god. Did he move out there? Oh. Perhaps because he was part of that murder of Horace Green. That's the. Yeah. That's I think the conventional yeah, yeah. wisdom is that he left. Then that out further like that's just another like check mark on his guiltyness yeah, yeah. or his guilt. Uh, and also the, the idea that you know the ensuing paranoia over it mm-hmm. would right, result right. in Get the fuck out of town more and more crazy actions yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, and they they were starting to get some FBI heat at the time because of the arsons and the robberies and the strong arming. The, you know, the feds were taking notice. Yeah, but um, oh, it's organized. The yeah. feds will be like, ooh, that's our job. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, dude, I mean, the place fucking stunk. And so, like, he's lighting all the incense that they're supposed to be selling, all the candles. Yeah, that's the product they got. Because though. the bodies are still there? For a moment. Um, he's cooking them. And it's not till a couple days later that he fucking puts the suitcases down into his car. Candles still going. And apparently, like, with the security guard in the lobby wrote, stinky! And his all like, stink, stink, stink. Um, but like nobody reported anything. He took, he took the suitcases, some apartment in Harlem where I think he was freebasing for a couple days. Yeah, uh, and then I I think at like this party, a a drug deal went bad, and somebody beat the shit out of him, threw him out of a window, and then so he goes to the hospital. While he's at the hospital. Smoke is like billowing from the apartment because all the candles and shit and like a small fire. Fire department. (laughs) Fire department shows up. They put out the candles and they notice there's a suitcase with fucking fluids. Oh no! Seeping out the bottom. They don't do anything about it. Where's the? I think they're the fire department. I mean, I I think think there's necessarily like stains and just like this looks like something went on here, but no, nothing happened. Someone left. I'm a firefighter, not a crime solver. Someone left a pile of meat in this thing. Well, uh, where's the eight-year-old in all of this? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think they know. Probably in the fucking yeah, probably in the, free base yeah, den. Yeah. Let's go. Probably in the dare program. Yeah. <laughs> um. So somebody goes to the hospital. They tell Savage that the fire department's been to his place. He rips out his IV and runs like basically buck naked, other than his hospital gown, all the way back. Good Christ. Um. This is all the way like all the way back to Newark. He's Dude, just uh, the police or, or the neighbor calls the cops because they see this fucking maniac running into a place that the fire department was at. There's the smell coming. I don't police, think he's they with find the fire blood department. stains, but no bodies. Uh, they don't unzip the suitcase. Well, he probably he probably took it he out. Took it after, out. Wow. Yeah, the neighbor was like a naked man came yeah. and took out a suitcase yeah. bleeding. He eventually like. Gets rid of, burns one of the suitcases and threatens other people. But, um, he threatens what? You know, he the people himself. involved, like around, you know, but he, um, looks in a mirror and threatens himself. He eventually does get, uh, arrested and tried and convicted for murder. He got the death penalty. Fuck. How do you, how do you got, you know? One of, so the thing I forgot to mention is that back in the day, in, in, um, in New York, there were a few like high-profile incidents with some of these um, Muslim groups where like cops came and like they responded to a nine one one call that was actually fake, and the cop got shot yes. in the mosque. It was right? an uh, ambush thing. Yeah. yeah, and so that then resulted in uh, I think a sensitive place law for some of these 
religious uh, temples that the cops had to give them prior notice that they were coming. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of this weird beginning of political correctness and sensitivity to religious organizations. And also, and just- so they got, they were getting away with a lot of stuff. And so one of the detectives involved, one of the cops involved with the Roy Savage murder case just was like, well, I'm just going to, I'm black. So I'm just going to dress like them and walk in oh. to one of the temples. And huh. so from there, he was able to like get some stuff on Roy. All these white cops are sitting around going, how and, did we get in there? Um, oh, I know that there, there's somebody also then just kind of dropped the dime on him. So, so they had, so there was just, it, it was years later though. Yeah. Was, oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, but he did, he went to jail and they fucking put him to death. They put him to death like the, fuck man. When did that even stop in New York? Well, well, when right after it, it needed to, <laughs> I mean, there's the end when did it stop and when was it? Uh, the law taken off the books. There's a whole because you know in California uh, we haven't put anyone to death for a while. Well, we have the death penalty. Yeah, exactly. It's still legal yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure it lasted far longer in New York than it did in California. Like you know, uh, probably a lot of people at Sing Sing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see. He, um, I'll tell you what happened to him real quick. Uh, he finds inside that that officer. Um, when he snuck Infiltrated. in, he found Cheryl. He found the eight-year-old. Uh, no, Cheryl with the sister of oh, this... the woman that was murdered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he didn't find the eight-year-old. Though. Oh, okay. I don't know. She was probably like dancing or something. Um, but she, he was like, "Listen, you you have a legal case here. You're right. We have testimony. We have we have certain amount of evidence." And so she, he fucking rescued her, and she um, helped convict Savage. But she still visited him in prison after. Good yeah. Christ Almighty! That's yeah, drama. Crazy, 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 crazy. Um, so, n- trying to like distance himself and the organization from Savage, and with just like the general heat on the organization in Brooklyn, he uh, Dwight York decides to um, go into the Catskill Mountains, buy an eighty-acre property, uh, and uh, about about one hundred fifteen miles north, and it's called. Uh, he builds out a a camp called Camp Jazir Abba or Abba. If maybe he was into mm, that kind of yeah, disco yeah, too. Yeah. Dancing queen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> feels a beat. <laughs> one of his sons, uh, said, well, I guess I guess as public record, they bought the 80 acre property for $145,000. Uh, and one of his sons said they spent about 5 million to build a mansion on the land. <laughs> With the swimming pool. And of course a recording studio. Yes. The Morris. Yeah. Man loves music. He's out for um, love. The women and children Passion's like lived in basically back. like storage containers, just like trailers. Oh God! Uh, with like just bunks, 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 bunks. And uh, there was a passageway between the mansion, like an underground passageway between the mansion and the trailers, where he could just like secret away people to fuck. Poach the yeah. yeah. Um, and so this was his. He really put a lot of planning into this uh, creep factory. <laughs> Yeah, creeps plan. Yeah, especially cult leader creeps. Mm-hmm. Like, All right. Oh yeah, they're wily. Uh, but if you do read some of this guy's writing, this guy could not spell or write for shit. It's horrific. I, yeah, I was. But that's kind of like the Nigerian prince scam or some of yeah. like these junk emails. Like they're getting people who don't notice it, and so they're already kind of like. Yeah, they can they cannot poke through the holes and see that it's a scam. Mm-hmm. So that's how like. 
the deliberate misspellings and all that stuff is like on purpose to be like, yeah. are, oh, yeah, are you a sucker? Although with him, I think he was also kind of in a, like semi illiterate. Right, right. Um, uh, and so some of, there was a group of girls there called the Backstreet Girls that were just like some of the hot young girls that would do extra favors and they would get to go to the Backstreet Studio in Brooklyn and like they'd see him like, you know, kind of act like a normal human being there. They would get to eat Western food like pizza and soda and stuff like that. Um, dude, it's just... <laughs> well, you say Western, like they're not... Yeah, I mean they're eating they're eating shit food up there at the cult. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Or at least like you know pure food or whatever. Right, not Western shit food, not right. soda. But yeah, are you saying like they're not from the West? Well, no, they are, but they're not. They're di- everything's restricted when you're on the compound. Right, sure, right, of course, right, yes, right. yes, yes. Um, man, they you know they most for, they for the most part they kept quiet because, and you know you give people certain privileges, it makes them even more invested in it. Yeah. Right. And so, especially when you are able bar- to police the rest, that's exactly what he did. When you, when you set the bar so low, you know, and they're forced- any little bit of freedom, yeah. Um, and favor, you know, just like you know, everybody wants to please this guy, so you're like, oh well, you know, I'm you know this level of lieutenant or yeah. whatever. Like, fuck, fuck these people, shut up, you know. Like, right. And is is this like you know by this point is this like the second generation that has been with this group? Oh like, yeah. Like people well, some who, people are born into it. They're born into it. Now yeah, at this like, point, they're born 20, into it. They don't like, know. If a fifteen-year-old's having a kid, by yeah. the time they're thirty, the kid's fifteen. Like yeah. some of them are already born into it at this point. Um, you know, and they were just doing sexual favors for him, recruiting other girls for him. Yeah, it's all children to God. Shit. Train mm. training God. young girls how to do stuff like how to, teaching how to give blowjobs and stuff like that. Like as young as six. God fucking damn it. Yeah. Um Malik uh Malik is one of one of Dwight York's sons was uh one day snooping through his father's shit at Camp Jazeera and he found a video. And the video was marked with the name of one of the backstreet girls, a girl that he had uh, a crush on. And he played the video. And it's her dancing naked on the video, and he confronts her about it. She's like, oh, yeah, I sucked your dad's dick last night. Whoa. Got in a bunch of arguments, and then Dwight threatened one of his other sons with an ice pick. Malik pulled a gun on his dad, and then he was like, fuck, I I, got to get out of here. Because if I don't kill him, I'm going to be killed. So he, he fucking books it. Whoa. Yeah. There was like a civil war going on. Holy I mean, shit! When you have two hundred kids, there's one of them. One of them's bound, <laughs> bound to step. No, but that's up. that's also the same thing we talked about with the uh, the Lost Boys in Mormonism. When they have, uh, you know, the uh, the, uh, the guys are like, oh, I, I'll I'll have you know a million young wives, mm-hmm. but also there's as many boys being without wives. So right, so right. you have to push Dis- you have to push them yeah. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those guys would go out of like those like you know uh, polygamous compounds and they they just be like. You need to get the fuck out of here, so you you're not a threat mm-hmm. to my uh, accruement of of wives. Yeah, and then they're like, I don't even know what the how to how to fucking live. Mm-hmm. So I mean, same thing. Yeah. Oh God, what a nightmare. Unless you're Dwight York, uh, <laughs> then it's I mean, it's a dream. Well, no, you. you. I don't think it's a fucking dream for Dwight. <laughs> for the guy who's running the cult, it's probably incredible. He loves fucking everybody and kids, and he gets to do it, and he makes bad music. Yeah, but that's like saying it's a dream to be Hitler. You know what I mean? <laughs> for a while, it was for him. Oh, boy. 
For him. <laughs> no, I know. For I, him. I, I, I know what you're saying. If I'm you're just... doing all this stuff, I, I have to imagine you start to buy your own bullshit. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, although he did say that, like, oh, dude, I don't care what religion it is. I'll fucking pretend to be a Jew and I, as long as I'm fucking living. He would it. say that. Yeah, he said, it, his, he said it to one of his sons. He, he knew he was a con man. Yeah. But, well, of course. <sighs> God. Oh, I guess, well, I guess I could see how you could lie to yourself. I mean, yeah, that's Joseph more. Smith, too. That's same deal. So he's, um, he's, you know, molesting, raping kids. God damn it. But also, like, it's, I guess it's less, I mean, to us it's rape, but to them, because they're in that system, it's less, it's less rape because they're indoctrinated into service. Yeah, I mean, you don't I have mean, to. I know, I know I'm, what you mean. I'm just trying to be careful with my words. It, it's rape. It's they're, rape. They're, he's fucking and getting sucked by It's kids. grooming. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's grooming and rape, 100%. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying where they're going. Because some but. of the terms that, like, in, in, in the articles and stuff like that, it says he's continuing to molest children. But I'm like, it's kind of rape. But yeah. yeah. When I think of molesting children, I think of, you know, like, I'm going to jerk you off type of thing. How and rape think? is, like, fucking their mouth. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. No, I didn't. I'm not a molestation no. and rape expert. Sorry, you guys might be. <laughs> you Any uh, rapists and molesters out there listening, let us know. Yeah, right in. Let us know where we got it wrong. We're uh, I'm not above criticism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. I there is a thing where it's uh, it's preying on um, with uh, that uh, broad of an audience, especially. It's like uh, an audience with the leader is so fleeting. Yeah. If there's hundreds of people that you go like, oh, yeah, I met him and I, I sucked his dick. It was great. Yeah, I'm, know, like, I'm, it, I'm part of the things. chosen circle. Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, I, I hopefully will talk to him more. You, yeah, know, brain, like, you know, it's brainwashing. Oh, it's terrible. It's, it's just, fucking, I mean, just. So now he's, you know, he's, he's fucking everybody and, and making music and he stops like, he starts like kind of not being so Muslim. Well, he's done that thing where he the, the he's now isolated the cult yeah. from regular society. Yes. So like 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 bro, like Yod mm-hmm. taking it to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, so where they don't get a, a glimpse of what normal could be. Right, and, and then that's when they start to go really weird. Yes, and that's yeah. very that's an astute observation. Because <laughs> then the cult is your personality. Yeah. Yes. And not, and you don't have to pretend anymore. Uh, he and he's the gang, and, and he's not. The gang's all here, <laughs> and the walls are up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so. He stops showing up to like the Islamic naming ceremonies. He stops speaking in Arabic. He starts wearing fucking jeans and t-shirts and shit. Um, and then <laughs> can't be good. And then he starts just like mixing in like ancient Egyptian mythology in the in the eighties and Native American themes, and like talking about how like oh we're from we're. The Egyptians that crossed the now gone land bridge to the United States to America, and were actually Egyptian, Nubian, Moors, and Native Americans, and so we have our own sovereign nation type of stuff. Uh, and he was incorporating that into all of his shitty pamphlets. Uh, <laughs> At this point, they're just handing the pamphlets to each other. Oh, I mean, they're still they still are. He's still selling them yeah, in store yeah. in like the shitty in the established stores. Uh-huh. Um, like still in Flatbush and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um. Oh God. Uh, but where are they again? Like what? they're Cat in the Skills. Catskills. Catskills. Yeah. Fuck. Um. And then it's like haunted. Oh, on my side of the mountain, you know, there's some good books about. It. And 
then like you know 90s 90 91 like everyone around him in that area starts like being suspicious of him in the way that that people started getting suspicious of him in Brooklyn so so the people on the outside of the compound yeah. and he, yeah and he, and he changes the name again to now the United Nuwabian Nation of Moors she's just going to Dave's Bar and Grill or something <sighs> really 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 localize it and he couldn't like he he want, he was getting frustrated that he couldn't just build whatever he wanted on his land and had to get permits and stuff. Oh, and so like tough. the county's like, yeah, dude, <laughs> you stop! What what are you doing? We need to come check this out. And he's he's like not letting people come. Um, he also had a tax bill of like two hundred grand that he wasn't paying. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and so he has but like, can I build? <laughs> what? No. Hopefully if I build it, I will come. Yeah. Hopefully he's not just fucking everybody there, but uh, well, we can't see that, but we can see the building. So. And so he has like one of his higher up wives like start looking at places in Georgia to go to. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. Down there by Jimmy Carter. <laughs> well, I found a nice peanut farm you could purchase. As long as I'm not a rabbit. <laughs> and so in 93, he, gets, he tells everybody there on the compound at Camp Jazeera like, uh, in two days, we're moving to Georgia. <laughs> and... Uh, Pack you nothing. And so he had like a select group of his followers like, we're going. And then he just like, everybody wait here until I call for you. Mm, and yeah. he left behind $100,000 oh, uh, nice. in unpaid bills. Oh, that's less nice. Not in, <laughs> in debt. <laughs> negative $100,000 about that. It left a bunch of women and children behind. Uh, up. 60 people living in double wide trailers that were like the harem quarters. Jesus. Sh- shut off the power and the gas. Pulled windows out, like took the windows and shipped them south because I guess you needed to keep those windows, like, and just fucking. You never know when you have a good left window. Left behind, dude, just peaced out. Left Whoa, them, just fuck. fuck them. Fuck off. Bye. I'm taking my most. For days. how many people? He left about uh, 60 people uh, behind there. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then. And 12 windows. And then he changed his name in 93 to Malachi York. Uh, and in a number of um, titles like uh, the Supreme Grand Master Dr. Malachi Z. York, uh, aka Naya Malachi Zodok L. I, I don't know. I think they might be related to the House of L of Krypton. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I'm uh, Dr. Love. <laughs> you could also, you also know me, yeah. And so then he, then he fucking changes, like when he gets down to Georgia, <laughs> it's in like Putnam County. <laughs> Wait, what's the significance of Putnam County? Oh, it's just kind of, it's, you know, it's not Atlanta. <laughs> it's okay. bumpkin-esque. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't want to say bumpkin-esque, but it's, you know, it's, well, it's, it's, it's rural. It's rural. Yeah, it's rural. Right? Um, <laughs> he just has everybody start dressing up like cowboys and Indians. Oh Ten-gallon hats, jeans, boots, spurs. <laughs> like, neighbors are like. We got to fit in. <laughs> It looks like they came from a fucking set of a John Wayne movie, but they're all black. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, it's a trip. Um, it's like, we love them. Yeah, like moccasins, feathers in there. I mean, I'll just show you guys the pictures. It's fucking bonkers. Uh, and I That's think delirious. This is when he changed his name to Chief Black Eagle. Oh. Thunderbird or whatever. Black Rock Eagle, I think. Chief Black Rock Eagle. Oh, God. It's... Well, obviously, he has to be a chief. If uh, he says is that, that a bitch? Wait, ain't what a bitch. Dude, dude. Uh, and like, oh, we're one of the lost Native American tribes. Uh, it ties that into his fucking bullshit Egyptian stuff. Dude, I mean, I wonder if that was like, because Native American tribes probably at that point 
were like, you know, in, in New York, especially they have their own, mm -hmm. you know, reservation. Yeah. So maybe they don't pay taxes in the same way. And so he's like, well, we're a Native that's, American that's tribe. That's his MO. Yeah. It, we're a sovereign nation type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, you know, it, it's one, it's level one strategy. <laughs> it's yes. 1D chess. Yeah. It's 1D checkers. Yeah. It's like, ah, how can I pay taxes if we're another country? Right. Like, oh. Well, no, it's also the thing, too, of like, you know, it starts with you're a church. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, there's, you know, I mean, uh, televangelists with the, you know, like. Dude, getting people uh, The, the, the tax-free shit yeah. of like, you know, advertising on TV and being like salvation, you know. It's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's a good call. Same, same. I mean, the Righteous mm -hmm. Gemstones is doing that whole thing about being like. All, all, like you're just like promising people salvation and becoming millionaires. Yes. Yeah, you never have to deliver on the product. Yeah, um, well, because they have to die first. Yeah, <laughs> that's the beauty of it. Uh, that bullshit lasted about a year, and then he uh, changed uh, the the name of the settlement to the Ancient Mystical Order of Mel Melchizedek, and they started wearing fezes. Fuck. Which honestly, <laughs> fezes are pretty cool. Did they have like tiny Shriner cars too? <laughs> That'd be dope. <laughs> No. no. They got power wheels everywhere. They're <laughs> <laughs> just fezzed up. Like, we can't charge these people taxes. They've, got, they've got uh, Barbie's Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> and big wheels. <laughs> um, these large children don't pay taxes. But, and, and so that's the ancient mystical argument. And then, you know, mm -hmm. also this United Nation of Nuwabian Moors, all this stuff. Uh, then, like, dude, they start building some fucking shit on this property. Um, In Georgia. Yeah. So, what's, what's the population of the crew now? So they move from uh, this one part of Georgia. Then they move to uh, another part of Georgia, which is actually in Putnam County. I, I missed Oh, okay. okay. Um, it's called Eanton, uh, Georgia. And uh, now this compound is called Tama Ray, which is on 476 acres. And it had a few other names before they settled on that. Oh, no. Kadesh, Wahani, the Golden City, Al-Tamaha. Uh, but it settled on Tama Ray. Now, most of the Nuwabians uh, live uh, in cheap trailers. God damn it. While he had a, a mansion on the property. Yeah, well, of so course. That's about yeah. 400 people living around his... Oh God! There's probably no AC. And it, oh, dude! Oh, this, so he made um, uh, sphinxes, obelisks, pyramids, uh, mostly <laughs> some made of styrofoam. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you work with what you got. Um, he made a he made a claim sphinx. that on May fifth, two thousand three, a spaceship would arrive and transport him and his followers to another galaxy. Oh, if only. Uh, he said that he once came he came to Earth in a prior incarnation in a shape in a, a ship. Um, uh, concealed by the tail of a comet, which is very Heaven's Gate. Yeah, I mean, he was just pulling, and that's post Heaven's Gate. Yeah, so, so he's just stealing. Yeah, yeah like there, it's right around Heaven's Gate. Like he, dude. And then when Heaven's Gate happens, the local sheriff is like, "I don't want another fucking Heaven's Gate on my hands. I don't want another Waco on my hands." So you gotta like, go. Yeah, pack up your styrofoam sphinxes <laughs> and the New and York, hit the road. The New York Press in uh, two thousand described the constructions. Um, here what they say. They said, uh, <laughs> Sphinx like, uh, not long after you're pretty sure you've gone too far. 
Roll up and over one last hill in the pyramid. The pyramids are right there. There's a black one and a gold one and a brown-faced sphinx facing the road and a tall obelisk and an art-shaped gate decorated with onks and hieroglyphs. Um, animal Statues of animal-headed deities. Um, and he, he, he called it like this. The, it had this like Disneyland-like quality yeah. of like fake... Egyptian shit. Yes. Um. Uh, another. Uh, um. Just like going to like sheer like mysterious mysticism. Like, but then there's also like double wide trailers on the property. Sure. Yeah. Like, what's the opposite of uh, imagine? Are these Egyptian double wides? Yeah. Did, did he... yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the opposite of imagine here? Dude. <laughs> the Egyptian double. It, it, it had. The Egyptian duplex. <laughs> yeah. Mm. They had armed guards at the entrance. Um. I mean, they had, yeah, they you're had, not gonna fuck around in the '90s with the Deep South with the weird shit. A bunch of yeah, yeah. a bunch of black guys with guns at the entrance Ooh. of a pro- like they're gonna be like, oh, there's nothing but evil brewing in there. Like, you know what I mean? But it was also kind of it wasn't totally open to the public, but it it was like it had a gift shop. Yeah, it had, that's where they sold their pamphlets. It had a fucking nightclub called Ramsey's. Oh God. <laughs> This place. <laughs> dude, it, dude, if you wanted to shop at the gift Those shop, are both authentic oh gods that happened. In- you couldn't use American dollars. You had to exchange them for Tama Ray money. Oh, and guess who's on the Tama Ray money? Walt Disney, Dwight York. Oh, wow. Oh, I mean, weird if it was Tom York. <laughs> but club, club. <laughs> he doesn't belong here. <laughs> oh. Well, he's a creep. He's a weirdo. Uh, the, the, the Ramsey's was kind of a, a tourist attraction, um, but it got shut down by the sheriff's department because they didn't have a license to operate as a nightclub. wasn't built the code. Yeah, no liquor license, all that shit. I'm sure the gift shop wasn't either. Well, I'm sure it sucked. And <laughs> it just wasn't you know, a good time. He's got a fucking mansion on the property that's got like leopard skin wall to wall mirrors on the ceiling, all sorts of shit. God, what a nightmare. Uh, I don't they, get the mirrors on the ceiling. It's personally. because if you're fucking, especially fucking with a group of people, uh, you look up and you get like a, you know, it's almost like a God's eye, view, God's eye view. You, yeah. get, you go, ah, who is this? Oh, it's me. So you, you get a huge boner over <laughs> your own boner. Uh, the the real life stuff that's happening in front of your eyes. Right. You're like, this is You look up and you're like, oh my God. I'm into porn. I can't wow. believe it. Wow. Oh. Come on by, guys. <sighs> He would eventually start raping bad boys as well. God damn it. But I don't know if those boys identified it by, as by. Um, <laughs> and then so like, you know, the sheriff would start getting calls like, oh, my daughter left Howard University to go oh. get on a spaceship. Oh. <laughs> and like a lot of places where like, girls are coming into hospitals, young girls coming in pregnant. He's like Fuck. he's sending people to like to groom the HBCUs. Uh, yeah, yes, and or just anywhere. and then he's also getting girls pregnant and they need to go get help, you know. And so, but it's like, like, oh, this all happened when th- these people moved in. Yeah. What do you mean these people? <laughs> um, the spaceship. I get these Egyptian Native American motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even think they know. <laughs> yes. Dude, and like his shit is so bonkers about like the mythology that he was. He was just taking like David Icke shit 
and like chariots of the god stuff yeah and like planet in the beat he was just putting it all like some yeah. of it was just copy and pasted from other shit well he was he and was, that was the shit that had good grammar like you can read yeah it's embarrassing was, wow he, really he was, he was writing the paper the day it was due yeah 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 and then uh, but it's that thing you know the 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 good story it's the one everybody believes you know well well enough people believe it yeah. the, the people that he brainwashed believe it um and so the, what the, is an evolving narrative too, though? I think you know, like, it's, oh it's, shit, it's, it's a I, mutating. I already, mm-hmm. I already buy this shit, and it's like, okay, well. No. And then some people were leave. Some people would leave because it's like this is not fucking Islam, and like they, they were believers for up until that point because it just like, and they could leave no problem. It wasn't some of them, uh, or they would just bounce um, and disappear. But yeah. and and probably earlier on, once they really started, once there's no guards at the compound, or when when it just stopped being. You know, Islamic centered yeah. and sort of yeah. thing. I mean, he just cowboy. What? You know? Yeah, there's a thing where you find you kind of get the the weed from the chaff there, right? Where you go like, is he's it- self selecting for the most devoted and gullible yes, people, yes, yes. and the most devoted to him, no matter yeah. what yes. he said. Yes, yeah. And the people are going like, okay, well, this is not really uh, AAC anymore. I, I'm, I'm going to dip out. Like, but the other people that are still there. They're he ride send, or die. He could send, send them to go find more people, bring groom yeah. more girls. Yeah, and and suddenly be like Baptist, and it wouldn't matter because right. it was a cult of personality. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the the sheriff, the county sheriff, was like, I don't want another fucking Waco. I there's shift going on here, but at least I, what I can do is I can shut down this nightclub because it's not it's not R- permitted. Ramsey's. It's permitted for storage. Yeah, and you don't have a liquor license. It's not built right. You know all that stuff. So and that was like, definitely for. Uh, I, I think what the children of God called flirty fishing. That's getting right. getting the 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 other people that, you know that yeah. are not in yet to yeah. get in and get laid yeah. and then fall for the bullshit. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Although he was still pretty adamant about non-sex. Not, yeah. Oh. He had to still get permission and stuff. Oh. Um, that makes sense. But it was a lot of recruiting of just, you know gullible, damaged, lonely. I mean, even even if you're not having sex, and if it's a nightclub, and also it's a self. I mean, if you're getting everybody, if you're, if you're getting everybody pregnant, it's a self. It's it's its own self replicating. Right, and also if everybody's on the same page yeah. and into the same stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, you are gonna feel a sense of belonging mm-hmm. for for the for the people st- staying there. The nightclub, if they or if they interact with regular people. They're probably having a they're very nice them, time. And they're pitching them you know, a much more sanitized version of what yeah. it is. Like, oh, we're not a religion. We're a fraternal brotherhood. But they get to get out of, almost get out of their comfort zone and talk to a real person. I'm sure that's probably pretty exciting. Yeah, and oh, who yeah. is going there to begin with is kind of already curious. Yeah. Right. Um, so the, the sheriff is like, I'm not taking any risk. I'm getting 40 riot deputies uh, and... And seventeen of my own, and we're going in, and we're shutting this place down. And it took fucking thirty minutes to shut down the the, the nightclub. They padlocked the thing. Um, a bunch of the Nawabians like videotaped it, saying this is the white devil harassing us and all that stuff. Yeah, violating our sovereignty. Right? Yeah, no sovereignty. <laughs> um, and then like two months after that, fucking homeboy just creates a holiday called Savior's Day in nineteen ninety eight, <laughs> and like. He opens it up to this festival, Savior's Day festival, on the grounds to the media, and it's like the only time that he ever um, let me, like television crews and newspaper reporters in and stuff like that. 
And he brought in half a million dollars that day in visitors' fees and in merch sales and what stuff. What the fuck is that? How? Savior's Day? I mean, well, they were check savers. out this fucking Egyptian obelisk and pyramid and all this stuff. And pe- I mean, people Half show Half a million dollars? Yeah. In Georgia, like like rural Georgia. Uh, it's about an hour and a half away from Atlanta. That's so, rural Georgia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But one hundred percent. I mean, there's there's you know you, not that. How far long from do you drive and... to Knott's Berry Farm or yeah, fucking yeah. you know? I dude, it's Georgia. I, I don't know. No offense, to anybody in Georgia. No, no, Georgia is cool. It's weird. Yeah, uh, I have Athens. I don't know anything about it. Love Athens. I don't know what the people there eat. Uh, we got a bunch of uh, uh, Atlanta people listening mm-hmm. to the show. That's right. A lot of subscribers. Yes. And uh, Georgia is particularly fascinating because it is just like almost like the straight up heart of Dixie. Mm. Uh, but. But you got you got a bunch of colleges there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 um, it is beautiful, old, romantic mm-hmm. land. Savannah yeah. is incredible. Athens, you know, especially with like, you know, we talk about history with like uh, R.E.M. and the B-52s mm-hmm. and like. In Athens. Yeah. Sure, a weird yeah. little like queer culture kind mm-hmm. of haven. Because I think Athens is a college town. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, um, but, but, you know, Georgia's weird. It's it's cool. Yeah. Um, so after that, after that influx of cash and kind of like doubling down on their presence there. Uh, the Nawabians start showing up like to all the fucking governmental meetings and town halls and small, th- like, and just like, the planning and zoning board. And like, they're just fucking pains in the ass. And like the, the, the sheriff who shut down the nightclub, he's getting death threats, anonymous death threats. The Nawab- they, the, they publish his name uh, his son's name and his school in like uh, flyers and newsletters that they send out. Um, and then York then buys another mansion in Athens. <laughs> really? But outside uh, of the compound. Yeah. Outside of the compound, about 60 miles away. Um, I would, yeah, I, I would say that there's, there's no, and this thing, there's not a lot of people going in and out, except sometimes they'll see like a bus go in and not leave. Like, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I would not, uh, as a uh, self-contained black community, bet against the good old boy system in Georgia of all places. Uh, maybe second to like Texas or something. Like, it's you're not gonna win that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Like. You know, we talk, you did that great profile. We talked about the origin of the police basically being right mm-hmm. slave hunters, know, the slave hunters. Yeah, dude, uh, Georgia is like kind of ground zero for I, I would imagine that mentality. It's a pretty serious state, yeah. Like, and and then in like then Time Magazine posts an article in 1999 titled Space Invaders <laughs> and they report on the whole thing there. And they say that the Nuwabians describe themselves as a, quote, fraternal organization of people of different religions, including Christians, Muslims, and others who just happen to share a few extra tenets. Uh, 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 the main, and then one of their, you know, spokespeople 
uh, for the new audience says, the main thing that brings us together is fellowship and facts. And then the author of the article says, among those facts, <laughs> that black people are genetically superior to whites and that the Nuwabians are direct descendants of Egyptians who, having walked from the Nile Valley to the Americas before continental drift separated the land masses, are, original, are actually the original Native Americans. Uh, new York and several hundred of his followers wandered from New York to Georgia in 1993, buying up 47 acres of land. Uh, and now, as a tribe of Native Americans, the Nuwabians believe that they can argue for being a sovereign people not subject to local or state jurisdiction. In 99, Al Sharpton shows up and says that like they're being harassed by white people and shit. What a fucking maniac. Uh, he calls he calls the county officials oppressors for shutting down their unlicensed nightclub. Uh, in 2000, Jesse Jackson told a cheering crowd that the Nuwabians were living the American dream. <laughs> in 2000, they try, and, they try and take over the Putnam County uh, through, through running for office. Right, they right. get everybody running for office. They run for every local office, including sheriff. Uh, their, their candidate for sheriff was disqualified because he didn't live there. Um, well, he lived in space. <laughs> lived in his own fucking world. <laughs> um, and then around this time, his son Malik, who pulled a gun on him, he, I think he lives in Miami and, oh, he's just some and he's like, he's cool put stuff. it out there. Like he, he's a pretty like a nightclub promoter. And he's like, I, I put it out there. Like if you're like, if you are a runaway from there, I'll take you in and help you reintegrate to society Whoa. and stuff. Dude, that. I told you it was my boss's thing. Yeah? <laughs> he did the thing where he was like, he was one of the founding members like in California. Of that cult? Yeah. And then when he got out. And then when he, he became... got out, everybody would travel all the way across the country to the East Coast to like get back into society. Like they take like waiting tables jobs. What a thing. great way to start another cult. <laughs> exactly. No, he did. He's just like, he was just like, you know, stay at fucking basically my mom's house until you get your shit together and then fuck off. But like, no, but, but yes. when you're not used to dealing with the regular American shit because you lived in a fucking... Yeah, yeah. You got to reacclimatize and he kind of facilitated that, yeah. which I think is like mad cool. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. It must be so shaking to your identity. Oh yeah, you know I can't. It's it's a it's a real feat of will. Yes. Um, and then like a letter gets sent to social welfare officials in Putnam County, but in '98, but it kind of puts the wheels in motion. Mm -hmm. And it's an anonymous letter, and it it's basically saying that they're an ex-member, and that there is some shit going down there. Like kids are malnourished, they're cut off from society. Everyone's a fucking concubine. No one's going to, no one's like, learning anything. Yeah, no like and and even, I mean, there are kids as young as six getting groomed and fucked, and like, you, like check all the kids for like STDs and if they've been penetrated, type of stuff. God damn it! Um, it, it it's it's a long it's a long letter, um, but it's it's extremely well written and gives insight into like how to approach the situation and what to look for. Um, and then around 2000, a little girl escapes Tom Array with the help of her father, uh, who had left a couple years earlier and he picked her up and he, and he was like, something's wrong with her. And she tells, he overhears her telling someone else about the abuse that she 
off uh, that she suffered and then he took her straight to the FBI and then she gives a testimony and then like around that same time Malik his son calls the FBI and he calls the sheriff there and he says I know the whole deal on York I'm ready to tell everything and they meet the next day in Atlanta uh, FBI offices and he brought with him one of the escapees that he's been helping like reintegrate um, Bashira and she was born into the cult and then like, at 13 it. like fucking home dude homeboy was fucking her and like turning into a concubine like having her teach younger kids how to get blowjobs and shit it's super fucked up Jesus Christ uh and uh another another woman who Malik brought was asked by the FBI how many children did you witness having sex with Oracle and she said like everyone Oh God. And listed just off the top, off top 20 names. Um, she said she'd been coerced in having group sex with children as young as seven or eight years old. Fuck. Uh, I mean, really, really gross. And so like Ugh. they're starting to build a case and he starts hearing like York now is like kind of, he sees like, okay, fuck. Writing on the wall. Yeah. Uh, in 2001, he books a banquet room at a Manhattan hotel and he invites all like a group of some of his biological children to his dinner party. Um, and one of them who shows up is actually working with Malik, like dropping the dime on him. Mm -hmm. And then really the, the dinner was there just be like, Hey, I need some money. Uh, and whoever, uh, you know, gives the most money will be in control. And then he tells one of his daughters, you're going to have to sleep your way to the top. Yeah. To his own daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, this dude was fucking like his own kids because he had 200. How do you keep track? Yeah, well, uh, if, if he's not letting anybody else have sex, then. Yeah. Oh, uh, and so in 2002, Dwight York and one of his most trusted wives uh, were finally arrested um, when they were, um, they left Tom Array and they're probably going to fucking pick up some more broads or something like that. And dude, fucking 300 cops, including FBI bureau, the ATF, yeah. uh, and several local sheriffs fucking storm the compound. No resistance. Agents coming down, repelling from helicopters, barging through the front gate, just like overwhelming show of force yeah. in the organization because they did not want another Waco. Yeah. And dude sliding down the Sphinx. Oh, dude, chopping the <laughs> nose off to make it accurate. <laughs> uh, and they, they were planning this thing for months, and like then as soon as they found like like the malnourished, they started giving food and water to all the malnourished people that were living in fucking like you know storage trailers and stuff Shit, like that. Dude, they found yeah, they found some guns. Not like they found thirty guns, which is not crazy for a, a giant giant cop on but they found a bunch of probably they were probably illegal yeah uh, it's, it's dude, they, found, they found a pink panther doll that had a pink dick like a big like 10 inch dick i'll show you the picture what is that a suitcase of dude i think like it had to do with like the kids and stuff i think oh christ almighty you will now feel the length of the pink panther i was thinking about that one for a couple days uh, a couple of days, uh, huh? A couple of days. <laughs> a bunch of dildos and vibrators. Um, Which is legal. <laughs> four, four of the kids they found had STDs. Oh. Jesus. Uh, but it was a fucking perfect raid. Uh, and, dude, like, it was, like, mo the cops, all the, all the officers were home for dinner that night. That's how fast it was. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, there wasn't much resistance, I imagine. So I guess it was good. Yeah, uh, York was indicted uh, by a grand jury on 120 counts. Um, of like, uh, including 74 counts of child molestation, 29 counts of aggravated child molestation, one count of rape. Uh, then more witnesses came forward and it was amended to 177. The actual count was over 2,000. Jesus But prosecutors Christ. didn't want it to sound that unbelievable. Right. That they only went for... I mean, they don't need all of those. They don't need all of those. He's going to... He, He's going to jail but it, he, this is They got him under the RICO um, uh, uh, Act. Yeah. Uh, and this is the biggest child molestation case in history. In the United States, at least. God damn um, it. I mean, it, it sounded made up. So, like, we just got to get, like, the cut and dry, real, yeah. you know, open and shut yeah. cases. Um, I'll it, say this. And uh, sentenced- th- this is not. <laughs> if you could apply a RICO to the Catholic Church, it would be <laughs> right, far. Right, right. <laughs> far less. <laughs> but this is just one man. <laughs> like, because it is. Organized, you know? oh, and oh, they high, get... and they're conspiring. Uh, yeah, 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 the Catholic yeah. Church is another level. The if the Catholic Church was subject to the RICO statutes in child molestation, that would be like the Walmart of, of oh, RICO yeah. cases. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. They, and they did a bunch of other shit. There was like a there was a, a local county attorney who. Filed a case against the Nuwabians, uh to halt their construction because he was trying to buy time for the, and they fucking gutted a dog and left him on his on the doorstep of this guy and like had to like hire bodyguards for his wife to go to work and stuff. I mean, they were fucking doing like Scientology mafia shit. Yes, um, I, I would just say like, I mean, what a terrible place to pick, Georgia. Yes, yeah. I guess the thought is that like. It's you're isolated. Right. And not, I mean, there's the land's cheap. Yeah. Yes, but you are going to the heart of Dixie, where like no matter what, if you show up, and you are a black person and you have power, they're inherently going to be like, "Oh hell no!" Nah. Right, right. But all, but, but also, it's not Mississippi. It's not far away. But also, you know, he when he started all of this. It's not like he wasn't facing opposition in New York, you know. He he had, eventually he believed he could conquer anything, and right. he, he had already dealt with but you can hide, racism you can in, hide in New in York the anonymity of uh, of the multiculturalism. But of- he at this point he has he's drunk his own Kool Aid so much he doesn't need he, he oh, has no, no it's, belief. It's the the uh, proverbial uh, move to Guyana uh, yes. that uh, you know Jim Jones did or whatever. But you just, in my opinion, chose. But sure, probably like the worst place you could go. Like, sure. Why would you move to the most racist place well, yeah, in the country? Like I said, because he believed he could conquer and you're anything. Project, you're protected by like you know religion laws and shit like that. Yeah, but like the self belief is off know, the charts. The inherent suspicion of like that part of the country is like. <sighs> The self belief is just off the chart. There's, the assimilation there's needs no, to be there's like, no critical thinking. Yeah, at a certain point, you know, like I said, it, he's playing one D checkers. Yes, and eventually and you the like system's going to come down on you're you. You're untouchable because you want to know why you wouldn't get permits for your nightclub. Yeah, it's, you know, fucking Al Capone, tax fraud. Yeah, 
Tax evasion. They, yeah. they, they can't. Although, tax, I mean, Al Capone was brilliant. <laughs> but they're going to get you. And then if you if people get out and you treat people like shit, you just need a little, especially if it's your own kid. Yeah. Mm. Like Then I, just this confluence of things that all happen at the same time, like yeah. his kid was helping mm. runaways and then this one girl ran away and then the anonymous ladder, letter. Sure, yeah. Like yeah, it yeah. all just came to a head and, and, and it, it it flipped itself back in, on him. In, in the... The instance of like you know the children of God, it was like they were always kind of on the move, mm-hmm. and so that was the thing where like you know even when his son turned against him and was like ready to kill his own mother, it was like it's like okay, well where are they now? That sort of thing. But you know in insofar as like going to the south with your northern bullshit, it, it reminds me of in in Casino where they're like. Oh, we're totally happy to have all of you organized crime guys as long as, like, you're putting money into the system and we can bank on it. Yeah. But the minute this you guy wasn't. But yeah. the minute you don't, well, we gotta come down on then it. the hammer's going to come down. Yeah. Right, so that's, right. like, what I would think, like... Yeah, th- pay off the it, cop. I mean, he should have yeah, done what yeah. he did in New York yeah. was be the relatively more benign... Black nationalist group. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't the NOI and he wasn't the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. You know, the streets were clean and, and it was safe. And like, you know, they kind of liked them for a while in New York. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what happens when you start getting drunk with power is that you think you're untouchable. Right. And uh you forget to that you gotta you gotta pay some people off somehow, at least in goodwill, if not money. Right. Yeah. It becomes instead of paying off the locals with uh, the safety of the neighborhood, it becomes I'm gonna build styrofoam yeah. sphinxes so that girls blow me more, <laughs> dude. So you want to hear what um his lawyer tried to do to like just to part of his defense and to discredit the witnesses with how many molestations and rapes there were. Want to hear what that was? Uh, sure. He said that uh, everyone must be lying. That math works out to 150 molestations per month or three to four a day. No normal middle-aged man would be capable of that level of sex. Oh, no, he'd be so tired. And then the prosecution was like, that's, yeah, that's right. He's not a normal man. And then the police found evidence of, like, tons of testosterone. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, Bob Viles, he was, he was taking tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. In order to keep being a monster. Yeah, yeah, he was like, yeah. I, I, I can't reach my previous levels of monstrosity. I need I'm, to take I'm not that. the monster I used to be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He gets sleepy and he's like, I mean, oh. I got a lot of these people to rape, and I'm tapping out after one a day. I mean, these kids are not going to rape themselves. <laughs> I'm so tired, son. I can't do what I used to. So he, uh, uh, he was guilty on all counts. Uh, they had the jury deliberated for seven hours before they convicted <laughs> So the thing is, that was the the defense lawyer was like, "This is the best argument." This, I have. Also, this guy this guy hired a bunch of idiots all the time. There's other shit about. I mean, there's a ton of idiotic moves this guy did. I'm yeah. just giving you the good shit. Yeah, uh, 135 year sentence, and honestly, there the the organization still exists, although it's a you know a shadow. Of its form. Who's oh, yeah. The website, they got websites that'll be like, oh, fucking new evidence. And no, that's all a conspiracy against it. He's, yeah, he's it's, running the, yeah, the website's so bad. It looks like it's fucking GeoCities. Um, that's Om Shunikyo, too. It's the thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, our, our guy fucking. You want to release? He wrote a letter to um, 
his followers from prison in 2004. You want to read it? Yeah. The, the, the Caucasian has not been chosen to lead the world. They lack true emotions in their creation. We never intended them to be peaceful. They were bred to be killers with low reproduction levels and a short lifespan. What you call Negroid was lived was to live a thousand years each and the other humans 120 years. But the warrior seed of Caucasians is only 60 years old. They were only created to fight other invading races to protect the god race Negroids. But they went insane, lost control when they were left unattended. They were never to taste blood. They did. And their true nature came out. Because their reproduction levels were cut short, their sexual organs were made the smallest so that the female <laughs> of their race would want to breed with the Negroids to breed themselves out of existence after 6,000 years. It took 600 years to breed them part man and part beast. Oh, my God. It makes a lot of good points, though. Huh? Do you understand that? Dude. I mean, I mean appeals. He's all like, they file, he files appeals every once in a while. He sued fucking the government for $2 billion. Uh, while <laughs> yeah, how'd that go? I don't think he uh, got a dime. Really. Uh, and uh, as of 2020, he is, he's in Florence, Colorado. At the Supermax, uh, uh, yeah, at the Supermax. He's with. Oh, right, boy, was with, with Richard? Yeah. No fucking way. That's yeah. So, so yeah. Richard Lee McNair is like, yeah. I'm here because I broke out of prison. <laughs> you're here because you're one of the biggest monsters. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ! All I did was just broke out. Slip, of prison. Slippery. Yeah. It's like you know, I used to run my own prison. Yeah, <laughs> I once got out because I had not. an underground tunnel. I once got out of jail because a cop didn't just didn't recognize me. God damn it. You know, I had a Pink Panther doll fucking kids. <laughs> ah. Big dick on the Pink Panther. Aaron, what did you like about this guy? Nothing what at all. What did you like about this I don't like anything about it. I like that it checks a lot of boxes for our show. It's fucking out of this world unbelievable. But you admire him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You asshole. You asshole. You get so angry when he when he tries to do that to you. I know. <laughs> and I just get sad. You know, you don't, you fucking piece of shit. No, uh, you know, it's just like, it's so unbelievable. I mean, I'm, I didn't get into much of the mythology, but there's a lot of the ancient alien stuff. And it's just like, he's, it, it's, it's a real cosmic gumbo. It is. Um, you know, we try. We usually st we stay away from serial killers and stuff. But we yeah, a lot of we've, cult leaders and stuff. We've yeah, done, we, but we've done yeah. a few of the cults, and like you know, it, it gets pretty dark at the end. And I tried not to focus on that because it's horrific. Yes. Um. But just like the, well, now we're this, and now we're this, and mm. now we're cowboys, and now we're Indians. Yeah. And now it's very goofy. I'm an alien from uh fucking another galaxy. Yeah. Uh, and just. To me, it's 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 a thing of uh, you know I, it's you know everything I was saying about the fracturing of of ideology in like you know the late sixties seventies and stuff and you could kind of choose any kind of like level of uh, revolutionary like fervor you know in in religion and in uh, politics. And this guy was doing it for fucking damn near forty years. And people, yeah, pe he's one of the longer ones. And, and people being like, "Oh yeah, I'm just getting used to the idea that like I am a black person and this was not fair." Like, so you're like, "What do I do now?" Right? And then people still preying on that. I mean, it's it's just like, this was a black man enslaving black men. And women yes. and children. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it, it, you know, it, 
people can be monsters no matter who they are or where they're from and whatever race you are. I mean, yeah, but it's, it's oftentimes easier to manipulate your own. Especially when they people who when, are when, when, like they, when they've been beaten down. Yeah. Yes. And, if, and if, you, if you cannot trust mm-hmm. the outer sphere, which is America, of uh, mm. then you'll you'll take most, anything. Mostly white people yeah. that have fucked you over, and it's you know that's facts. That is facts. And then somebody's going like, okay, well here's the thing, like you know, empowerment and blah mm-hmm. blah, and you're like. Okay, yeah, I I buy that, you know, because I can't trust this narrative uh, or like whatever I heard in mm-hmm. school. Cause that's all bullshit for right. white people. So now I'm gonna trust this person, and then that gets abused, mm-hmm. and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, well, and it breaks people, you know. The, the, for I imagine a lot of these people, they said, "Well, here, out of anybody I can trust, it's a, yeah, someone who is of my race because mm-hmm. I." And then when they ruin, the, when they break that trust, where else do you go? Well, I, a lot I of mean, it, it's like the post-colonialism in Africa too, right? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Liberia and like all that right. stuff. It's like, you know. You oh, know, like, this is just the same oppression with a different coat of paint. Yeah. With, yeah, somebody that learned the tricks. From the oppressor. From the oppressor. Yeah, and that, that and, I think that's a, that, what's right to say this? That's a problem with, you know, uh, uh, tying up race with religion mm-hmm. is that it's just another avenue for exploitation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see a lot of these uh, white evangelicals get exploited. Well, they are getting exploited by all those televangelists asking them to send in money, even yes. though they don't have any. Yes. Um. But it it just you know when if you when you tie in something that you have no control over, meaning your race, mm-hmm. although I do believe in transracialism, um, uh, then like it, it's the whole like oh well you you were chosen type of thing, right? Um, but it's it, you're able to prey on people's insecurities and desperation while at the same time giving them a sense of pride. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. uh, well, you know a place to live, you yeah, know, you know, and. And all you have to do is give up X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, it, and, and it's the, 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 as it goes on, and this is the thing that happens with all of these cults is at first the ask it, is it's, small. It's the ask is small. The community is big. The possibilities are endless. And then yeah. the longer it goes on, the tighter that tunnel gets. To yeah. the point, like that sunk cost fallacy. Well, I'm yes. in for this much. What do I do now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where would I go? Well, I, don't, I don't know. What would I do? Yeah. And it, it is, and I think, I wonder if it usually is that younger generation who goes, well, there must be something else because they haven't experienced something else. Meanwhile, the people who have experienced something else. What do you mean something else? So the, so the younger generation, they don't know what meaning, life is outside the Meaning the, the one walls. that was born into it? Yeah. They don't know what life what life is outside those walls, right? And, and so they're more curious about it. Meanwhile, the people who are older, who who go in after experiencing that other life, they yeah. go into this life going, "Well, I've already been out there. I, at least I know what this is." Right. And so it's that younger generation going, well, "No, there's more." Yeah. And they're the ones that that rise up a little bit more. I don't know if that's it. I mean, most cults don't last this long. 
Yeah, unless you consider Scientology. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. And yeah. they're the ones that, unlike this guy, got government approval for all their shit. Yeah, that's... That's no, you they, gotta mean, give they, they credit. changed the tax code. They yeah. they pay the taxes. They uh, yeah. they they well you know they don't really. But I just think particularly in you know the post Jim Crow America, there would be no better uh, audience to kind of poach from for this kind of bullshit than an audience that knows the white narrative is all bullshit. And yeah, but all, you're also you're also uh, dealing with a population that is heavily Christian. Yes, and and so you and, and but, a lot of getting through all of that through slavery was just like faith and singing yeah. and and like all that stuff. So you would lean more towards religion, yeah, yeah, than anything. And that's why he also had it. It was also kind of like this syncretic thing where he had aspects of each one. Yes. And he was like, well, yeah, this is not that different than what you're doing, but this is actually more into your roots. Right. As Africans and stuff like that. Um, you know, the guy was a hustler and he did have some street smarts. Yeah. But, you know, you got to fill out forms, bro. You want to build a an addition to the property, you got to fill out the right form. And like. it's it sounds like he was in this cult for the majority of his life, at which point, when that starts happening, you're a cult member as well. Yeah, and he has no understanding of the outside world anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think he would still go out and yeah, but I think you're right. That's kind of like the king, the emperor has no clothes thing, mm -hmm. where he just doesn't realize how insulated he's become. Yes, yes. Um, but I mean, why would you leave? You're just fucking, you're just fucking all the time. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> that's. It's just like it's the picture. It's like there's a there's a series of downfalls. Don't you also think it's like one of those things too, where like the guy that has power goes like, other people that have power don't have to fill out forms. I'm not going to do that. Right, right. but they're yeah, in sure. the yeah, system. Yeah. yeah, you've got to be in the system. The it's like those those guys also don't, fill, but they have somebody that does. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You got to do it. Right. You know, I mean, like nobody, you don't have to fill out forms for your own system. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah. But there's a system that's bigger than you. Yeah. And they have more guns and yes. tanks. And and, and, so and fill out and, their and, forms. And yeah, reasons exactly. to be hostile to you. Yeah. You and know? all you know, like fuck man. Part of me goes like, man, if you would have just fucking played by the rules of the county. It would have You could have I mean, you know, fucking get a permit for your nightclub or get it. So a, you were pulling for him to keep the station oh. going? Ah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> You were like, man, I hope, man. Man, this story is pretty. <laughs> it's a real underdog tale. <laughs> but but you, I, you're, I mean, it does seem like you're not wrong. If he hadn't, if he had just said, I'm going to. Yeah, have don't a, attract any attention. You know, pay your bills on time. Yeah, like, yeah the hubris is. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm you, going to have a guy who gets the permits. We build a, a club. Don't stand out matter. more than you have to, right? Like, okay, you're going to build a pyramid. You're going to do, okay. Fine. Then, listen, man, there's weird shit in the middle of California. Yeah. they got the big giant ball of string. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's tons of weird tourist attractions totally. and, and part compounds of, of stuff. It's part, part of, of America. The, yeah. the kitschiness of, of America or parts of America. The fiber. All you got to do, like, one thing you should do is pay your bills and your taxes, and then, like, it's one less reason for them to come looking at you. And the permits... Because that's really all they care about. Yeah, but it's very much in in the in the in 
it's this people in power have this belief of not always, but it does seem like it. I, I you know, you could, you could, you could think of a lot of examples of this of like short term thinking, where I don't need to get the permits. I'm just going to build this thing, and we're gonna figure it out. With, with, yeah. you know, because. I, I have a lot of power. And I'll move somewhere else. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I've moved somewhere else already twice and yeah. it worked out. And that's a weird thing too about like when they talk about like the good old boy system and stuff like that. Like part of the good old boy system is that like it's kind of gangstery. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like if you show up with like money. Yeah. They're like, okay, fucking, yeah. All right, cool. Cool. Yeah. Like, are you going to be a pain in the ass? Like right. if you're not like, yeah, fucking do whatever you want over there and like. Suddenly, my sheriff's office is going to get more fucking uh, margarita machines. Yeah, like, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, was the price of the permits <laughs> worth skipping out on? Because he could have afforded I, that. Obviously not. Certainly not. Right. And this, this, this short-term thing of like, I don't want to. I don't want to spend two hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to spend two hundred dollars or a hundred years in jail? Yeah. Yeah, and even if like the act of not doing it, besides being cheap, which it almost definitely was. I, I think also it was also. A point of uh, fomenting, don't pay the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, don't do that in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. New York. Yeah, lie to your people because you have been already. So lie yeah. and say yeah. you didn't pay and exactly. pay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, because that's not going to go down there the same yeah. way. In New York, it'll be like, oh, we need to have like a focus group to figure out how to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Georgia, it's just like some sheriff going. Mm-mm. I told you from the beginning. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like pretty crazy. Straight yeah. up, yeah. That's really wild. That lasted a long ass time. Dude, it's time. a long fucking time, and a lot of kids got fucked. Yeah, most cults don't last that long. It's no, it's, fucking, and it's like a next level tragedy. Chain, like just going from yeah. like a na- you know, a black nationalist thing. Yeah. So do you know much about like the fallout with like the the crew that all got molested and the the parents of like, like I'm wh- sure they're all fine, <laughs> but how many of them are still into the AA or like- oh fuck I mean they're they are they still have, like a website and stuff yeah not enough and- to do a, make a good website but enough to keep it uh, uh running <laughs> what would you I mean do you think he kept like a quarter of the population. Well, I mean, I mean, look at look at this website. Oh, it's like Angel Fire. Yeah, yeah, basically. A Supermax ADX prison is a clean version of hell. Well, at least it's clean. That's fine. Uh, yeah, it's not not. Yeah, yeah. There's just, definitely some people still there, and like, but really feeding into like conspiracy, conspiratorial thinking, and oh yeah, uh, and uh, you know, um. That everything is a is a result of racism and jealousy. Right. Um, it's fucking. Well, you, you, the numbers are like men. It's not. You can find four hundred suckers pretty easy in a country of three hundred fifty million. Yeah, I mean, he still has followers. The ones who left are. God, I hope they have. They're getting therapy because yeah. I don't know how you rejoin society yeah. after starting your life there. Yeah, I feel like but if you're strong, if you're strong enough to like leave and and totally upend your sense of identity and 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 confront the fact that everything that you believe is wrong, you maybe you're strong enough. I would imagine you're strong enough to reintegrate. Right, but then you know this 
PTSD. Oh, no. Oh, without a doubt. Trust issues. Yeah, but I, I, I would, I would so say many. it makes you double down on your critical thinking. I mean, who's after, oh, yeah. after that? Now you're suspicious of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and well, I guess it could, and 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 that's in and in a, it could be a very uh, you're gonna have trust issues, rest of your life, or you know, until you get the therapy to. Yeah, I mean, I I I, I doubling down on critical thinking doesn't mean you're thinking critically correctly. Oh, it could it, be paranoid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because if you came, if you were born to that situation. How could you not expect someone else to take advantage of you at some point? I just think there's a couple of things where you go like, okay, well, this is the one or two or three things that made me like seduced. And then you also say, oh, okay, in in this particular case, the system worked. They got him. Right. So I can't be totally skeptical and dismissive of the system. Right. Right. They did get him and his wife and shut him down. Or you could also say it took them this long. Yeah. And you could also say it's another black person in prison. Well, but he's Native be, American. If you if you did, you're probably <laughs> you're probably running the website if you do. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's one of those things too where you go like Yeah. It's easy to see how he could capitalize. But he also did rape like two thousand kids. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, we've done some cults, and this is this yeah, is a next. It's a very level. impressive one for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as far as I know, Amshinrikia was not doing sex stuff. Uh, there were some, but, but uh, probably normal, run of the mill. <laughs> normal, run of the mill. None of it's stuff. normal, but it, yeah. but yeah, it probably yeah, they were. Is that weird? Is that abnormal? Who's it, to say? It probably would be focused on. Uh, it was way more on yeah. starting a new thing. Yeah, they didn't end up starting a silverware company. But same. But, I mean, know. I mean, God, the tropes are just all there, like separate quarters for men and women. Yeah. Like I'm like God. Yeah. Like the playbook is just so there. Yeah, I don't know. This I I, I kind of want to try to remember to talk about this on the Patreon, but like, it starts you know with one guy forming a small group, and then how does the you know this there's, there's something about this cult of personality that just builds and builds and builds it, it and yeah, I don't know. Like I, that was my my I, old boss. He was like one of twelve founding members. Yeah, and I don't know. We all have like groups of friends, but we also like. So many people like you don't want to hang around with that much. Right, well, that's why that's why yeah, it's normal but, to have circles of friends. Yeah, because they're also a check against the weirdness of your others. Yes, exactly. Yes. Because if you just hang out with the same people, like in a closed system, then a pecking order can form. And I guess that's why there's so many lost yes. lost boys that are you know part of these groups. Yeah. There are people who just move somewhere, don't know anybody. They think this is normal, you know, and then it slowly gets yeah. perverted and perverted and perverted. Yeah. But I think that's kind of thing too. Like you know, it's like the nascent stages. It's all like, oh, we're just sort of a movement, and then like, it slowly becomes the cult of personality, and then you go like, oh, we're actually all like marching to this dude's fucking beat, yeah. And then you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, yeah. huh? This guy's like kind of an asshole, yeah. And then you bounce, yeah. Or or you don't recognize that he's an asshole because you become so used to all the shit that's happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the guy's like, I, I left my wife and daughter in the middle of the night. Yeah. It's like, just went out. Like, I realized, oh, I've been devoting myself to something where, like, 
you know, I learned skills and like how to like live off the land, all this stuff. Like, you know, I thought I was kind of like a, a privileged guy or whatever. And I learned all these things. And I like, I was like, oh, this guy is scamming everybody. Though. Right. Bounce in the middle of the night and like reverberations through the community. Right. Like, yeah, oh, one of the oh. founders leaves. Yeah. So then they were like, why'd he go? Especially like, when, so then the doubt sets in, and so then those people would actually travel across the fucking country, right? But and, they, like they did, get rehabilitated at his parents' house, and be like, "Oh, now I." Wait well, here's here. the thing: is that they still, to a degree, they still had that little bit of a cult mindset. It's like, well, if we go, in, we'll go to him. Yes, but also I trust. Who, I but, trust him. But who gets it? No, no, no. But, but, but I mean, right, there sure. is. I mean, they could just devil's advocate. They could have gone anywhere. Yes. 100%. But they did go to someone who also started the cult. Yeah. Yes. And there is a danger that he could have been starting another one. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But there, I mean, what really happened there was like, they were like, okay, I'm going to wait tables, but also when I come home at night, I need to understand what happened to us. Yeah. Right, right. And it became more of like a psychological thing. Sure, certainly. You know? Yeah. Um, and, 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 you need, and, and you need to have somebody there who, who knows what you went through. Yeah. And, and what could be. Yeah. What, like, the, the thereafter. Yeah. You're like, because when you're in those things, like, there's one fucking mission. Like, they, that's the main thing they drill into you is just, mm -hmm. like, you know, it's it's build up the leader or we're, we're going to space, or whatever the fuck We're going to space. <laughs> yeah, we're going to space. <laughs> space is a good You one. know, we're catching the comet. Hell, oh. I mean, he worked for Kennedy. It's working for Elon. Yeah. Yeah, true. It is where Elon, yeah, Elon's soft cult. Uh, Dude, 98 is late. Yeah. That is 2000. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It was later. Yeah. It's just, it's so predatory to me to especially do it to black folks. Yes. <laughs> like the disenfranchised population. Like it's yeah, your but own who, people. But who else would? Well, it's a, it's it's a wolf in sheep's clothing thing. Yeah. We're like, well, I mean, they're the the white devil. I'm, yes, we I mean, share a common struggle. Yeah. yeah, Aaron's a very fantastic profile. Well, I I hope so. It's very good. It's one of the uh, worst. It's one of the worst, worst people thing. we've ever yeah. encountered. Yeah. yeah, and you were saying you admired him. Yeah, I, off <laughs> off air, I, I stole his virtues, man. <laughs> Fuck you, John. He gets, he gets so angry when you. <laughs> <laughs> You never said that. You did tell me how fucked up it would be, and so I was kind he of prepared. Yeah, there's cannibalism, incest, I mean, aliens. Just remember, remember, remember how fun that Jimmy Carter anecdote was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the brain cancer. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, what? How he sacrificed his grandson? I mean, it's nice. part of this fucking cult. And probably was probably an honorary white member. What a nice time that was. Atlanta, right? Another Georgian. Hey. Now uh, the Reaper. Another Georgian. Uh, he was probably pulling all the strings. Yeah. I'd appreciate it now if you took my grandson. I killed this rabbit. I mean, I stay prayed up. Pretty Aaron, nice. I loved it. Great. I'm it glad. Was great. You did. Hope Matt liked it too. I did. And I hope the listeners like it. Folks, we're going to fuck off. I'm going to say goodnight. My name is John Fahey. My name is Aaron Pita, a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Thank you, Aman. Uh, Matt Brousseau. Good night, everybody. We love you.
Scarpins Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.